0: the college football experience, early look ahead week one and week zero lines on this sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Win bet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. Win bet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $500 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL, they also have NBA, MLB, and more. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN
1: Let It Ride.
0: the college football experience, early look ahead at week zero and week one lines. My name is Colby swinging Dan base Dan, AKA pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Woo-wee. I'm feeling great buddy. Yeah, right? buddy. And I'm in studio with, you know, the former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito. Sideline, kiss, stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, And third man in the booth. We are running the triple option here. <laughs> uh, I like what you did there. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Give it up. Four. <laughs> The rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, Tobacco Road living, the free lock given. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Get up for NC Nick in the place to be,
1: gentlemen. What's going on?
0: Well, look, you said free lock given, and we are gonna get right into this. Week zero, week one. There's about lines on almost every uh, FBS game I, that, that I can see, unless I'm forgetting one at least FBS versus FBS. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, so
2: cause they know if JMU is playing an FBS team that we're going to be favored. So they don't want to put that out there just yet. Sam Houston state, buddy. You, son you of blew a like
0: what, a 21 point lead. A, yeah,
2: we pulled a Houston Oilers. We yeah. we, we embodied Houston mm-hmm. while we played Houston and uh, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. It
1: fucking sucked. But this is, this is the part of the offseason where it like becomes real. Yes, we are getting. This close. is why. All right, we got lines, we got spreads. We can really start looking at individual games and and trying to you know determine what side you're going to be on. It marks that the season is near.
0: Yes, we are. Well, we are thirty days away. Woo. Thirty Woo. days away from football, guys. The whiskey tastes better. The air feels better. Everything feels better when you know football is about to be played. And on Saturday, August 28th, we get a big 10 matchup just coming out with conference play in week zero, big 10 saying, Hey, fuck you world. Hey sec, you do your 16 teams. We're going conference play week zero. Gotta love it.
2: Gotta, gotta love that's it. That's impressive. What other games did they? Well, we'll get to them, obviously. Well, that, but. This is
0: the best game. Yeah, I'm gonna go through all of them. We yep. got an hour to talk, guys. Maybe even two. You wanna do five hours? You guys Super, wanna do a little? Ain't nothing stopping you me. You wanna here. do a Dancing with wolves episode? We can do that. <laughs> all right. Uh Nebraska at the I Brett Bielma's first game. Nebraska laying seven points. My Corn Huskers. And look, I think. I think the uh, the real theme of this week zero slash week one is we like the dogs. I Me and Nick talked a little pre episode. Wouldn't you say that's the case, Nick?
1: Yeah, I would say uh, just you know glancing quickly. You know, first gut reaction was I do like a lot of dogs. Um, I didn't you know count them up or anything, but I would say in probably two thirds of the game. There it is, Barkman. I was uh, I was thinking of taking points in at least two thirds of the game, including the one you just mentioned.
0: Well, I am on the completely other side of this one. I think Nebraska rules big here. I think Bielma, yes, is he is he a decent coach? Better than Levy Smith? I 100% believe that. But I think Scott Frost has got something to show the world, Patty C. I got Nebraska laying seven in champ champagne all right in champagne which i know you like to drink you little you little crazy bastard over there all right uh i'm going to take nebraska we can have
2: this conversation yeah. here too you know anytime yeah. you want we we'll chop it up on air you know but yeah well let's let's cover this game first and Yeah, cuz i know brett
0: beam was not a champagne guy he's he's more of a whiskey rocks guy he probably you know is in mean? fact i think i've
2: seen him holding uh
0: yeah, probably a whiskey i think so uh but nebraska minus 7 i think uh, uh, this is a a, a 10 a.m. West Coast kick, one one uh one PM East. I got Nebraska, I'm gonna go ahead and say thirty-one to seventeen getting this done. Well, me, I just
1: don't understand how they're getting that much respect. Sorry to cut you off, Patty. No, uh, no you no. know
0: I agree with you completely, by the way.
1: I mean, yeah, All right. Illinois is starting over, obviously, first game under a new coach, but Bealma has Big Ten chops. He's he's done it at Wisconsin, he's won there. Last year in Lincoln, Illinois, won forty-one twenty-three. So why Nebraska is just favored by a touchdown? I know you're high on the Cornhuskers this year. For me, they have to prove it first. And if I'm going to get a home dog in week zero and getting a touchdown, it could be a sloppy game to start things off. I'm all over the uh, fighting, fighting the fighting a lion eye there. Well,
0: let me give you my points of reasoning here. Is that Last year, week 2 for Illinois, well for their their home opener, they lost by 7 to Purdue, right? Uh, then in week 3, their second home game, they lost 41 to 14 to Minnesota. That was a, a depleted Minnesota too. Then they get their Ohio State game canceled, but then game 4 against Iowa, they lose 35-21. Those, they went winless at home. It's not much of a home field advantage. And I think Nebraska is going to be clearly more experienced. I think Adrian Martinez uh, uh clearly going to be a, a, the difference maker, I think, in the Big Ten this year. Look, I would be lying if I said I felt
2: really strongly one way or another on this game. Um, there is kind of a little bit to suggest, just based on recent history, that. Illinois, you know, favoring uh, giving Nebraska seven. No, Nebraska's getting seven? No, they're no. giving seven. Yeah,
0: they're giving seven. Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, giving uh, Nebraska giving seven is a little too much. Uh, recent history here uh, Nebraska at Illinois won by uh, 22 four years ago. Nebraska hosting Illinois won by 19 three years ago. Nebraska going to Illinois one by four two years ago. Last year, Nebraska hosting Illinois again, lost by 18. So they've been getting closer every year. And then they they finally got their ass. Well, now now they're bringing in a
0: new coach, new system, new everything. I agree.
2: I agree. So another
0: thing is it's week zero. You don't get as long as a camp,
2: but we're going back to champagne, right? And it's early in the season. Maybe Adrian Martinez is ready to rock. They're capable. I think uh, Vegas has it just about right. But I think Bielema like uh, Nick said, has some chops. I think with a full uh, preseason to prepare plus a run oriented offense that limits the points plays good defense. It's going to be a close game. Seven is a pretty close game.
1: If I'll say you mentioned those two home losses last year for Illinois, I believe four, they lost all, they lost every home game they played last year. Uh, Three, no three, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: the fourth one was canceled. Yeah, I believe the two you mentioned, the Purdue and the Minnesota game. Well, their starting quarterback got hurt week one against Wisconsin, so they had a backup QB in both those games. So that should be noted as well.
0: Well, if you're going to note that, then I will note that Adrian Martinez was not available to play that game because of COVID. So they went with Luke McCaffrey, went 15 to 26 for 134 yards and three interceptions.
2: Mm, it's a good. <laughs> and
0: Brandon Peters played for Illinois, so I think that t- it's going to be a little different. All right. It, look, we know things about. It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> all right, and the tide is turning in Lincoln. Give me Nebraska minus the seven points. You guys are on the dog. Let me say
2: scoring offenses Correct. for both teams last year. Nebraska 102, Illinois 112. Scoring defenses for both teams. Uh Nebraska 64. Illinois ninety-eight. So there is an edge there. Whether that's a seven point edge in Champaign, I don't know. I don't feel super strongly about it. I could see either side of it. But if I had to go, gun
0: to the head gimme the fucking fighting a line. I think this is the real difference maker from a season ago, Nebraska, five turnovers, Illinois, zero, mm. that will not happen this game. And you can take that to the bank.
1: Mm. All right. One more thing before we move on. So Nebraska had three wins last year. Only one of them was by more than seven points, the 10 point win against Purdue. So not only did they lose five times last year, but two of their three wins we by less than a touchdown. Mm-hmm.
2: It's easy to see a tide turn. Yeah, Colby's Colby's thinking this Nebraska tide's going to turn because he's got that flag firmly planted up Scott Frost's can't ass.
1: Wait, can't wait to prove you guys wrong on this one. At what point is it the law of diminishing returns where he just has to keep on going and not you know look at reality and say you know what maybe I'm a little too high on the Cornhuskers. I don't know. No, I think we're fine. We're sitting back. Fine. Not sweating here. Not sweating <laughs> one
0: bit. Uh, okay. Other week one action, the Hawaii rainbow warriors and the best ball, the best Buy employee of the month, Todd Graham uh, coming into the Rose bowl, catching 16 and a half guys, 16 and a half.
2: Mm-mm-mm. That is quite, what, the what do you
0: make of that line?
2: Uh, it seems like a lot off the, uh... Off the cuff. I mean, I know NC Nick planted that flag in UCLA early. We all kind of jumped on board. But, uh,
0: Nick, I mean, do you, what, what do you think of that? That's a pretty big line. I understand they played in 2017 and UCLA blew them out, but that was, I believe, the Norm Chow era, or if it was maybe, actually, that was Rolovich maybe year one.
1: Well, that was a bad Hawaii team. I think they went three and nine that year, but it wasn't a very good UCLA school either. But, yeah, that was three years ago. You kind of have to throw that out the window. I am really high on UCLA UCLA this year with a healthy uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, uh, I think 10 total starters back on offense, including all five starting offensive linemen. I like the Duke transfer at running back, Britton Brown. And uh, who's that wide receiver that you rostered in DFS? Uh, Kyle Phillips? Yeah. Yeah. And and they got
0: Zach Charbonnet, too, the Michigan transfer
1: at running back as well. That's right. Yeah. I mean, the offense is, is loaded here. So at first, I mean, I like what Hawaii is doing. I like their quarterback also Shevin Cordero. Um, I really like Hawaii in conference. I think they're going to go to a bowl game. I think they're going to be above 500. Uh, when I first looked at it, my hunch was to take Hawaii, but with the the more I thought about it, I think I'm on UCLA. I think it could be close like going into halftime, but I think UCLA pulls away and wins like 42, 21 or something.
0: We are in agreement here because I'm going to make the case that week zero, um, you know, the two big games I'm on the favorite. I'm on the favorite. I'm, I'm going to take you say 16 and a half. That's a lot of points. Dude. Final score,
2: 48 31. You are confident in chip Kelly's offense to be moving the ball like
1: that. Um, you should be. I mean, their offense is legit. I think the, the the offense finished second in the Pac-12 last year. It's the defense that was kind of iffy a season ago. I think they'll be better too. Yeah, I like UCLA to roll. Well, they didn't put up forty-eight for the entire
2: season last year, including a double overtime loss to Stanford. So, but this is Hawaii.
0: This is Hawaii. We're talking about. here. Okay.
2: Well, they played Arizona last year. So well, that,
0: uh, okay, but uh, they also dropped forty-two on Colorado. All right. They put up 35 on Oregon, your Oregon ducks, Patty C that have the best defense in the nation. You're talking about Hawaii. Like they're they a put bunch... up 47 on Stanford. You're they're talking one about... point off. You're
2: <laughs> talking about Hawaii. Like they're a bunch of bums. They went five and four last year. Okay. They moved the ball plenty, uh, put up 30 points on what four occasions last year. So look, they're capable and you got to go. No, this is in a this is in um, the Rose bowl, the Rose bowl. Yeah, okay. okay. Even still, we'll not, be there. <laughs> we will be there. Not, uh, not the hornet's nest. You know, you know, you have your, your big, uh, no, but the island is much harder to play on. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. So uh, maybe there is like a little bit to that, but 16 and a half seems like so a lot. You're taking the points. Um, yeah, I'm taking the points.
0: All right. All right. Uh, UTEP at New Mexico state. Las Cruces has never been so wild. And uh, this is a rivalry game, week zero. I do appreciate the week zero rivalry matchup. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, huge, huge rivalry. It actually <laughs> is
0: though. It is their rival, but um, I agree. I get your point, but UTEP laying seven and a half, and it's funny because I think me and Nick are on the different side on this one. Both these schools are really bad. Yeah, I'm taking the points. Seven and a half's too much. Give me New Mexico State in the points. I think both teams struggled. Uh, I mean UTEP. Needed every bit to beat their FCS opponents uh, last year. I think they had two of them. Um, they just weren't very good. And, and we know New Mexico State has had just, uh, I, uh, I feel sorry for Doug Martin. I honestly feel sorry for him. We know he's got no return. I mean, I think they have an old miss transfer at center. But over than that, like not a lot of experience. But I just don't think UTEP's good enough to win by more than seven and a half. Give me the points. And it's in Las Cruces. Give me the points.
2: Uh, they definitely are. Um, you know, permanent rivals. In fact, uh, yeah, UTEP has played no team more than New Mexico State. UTEP has lost the last three, uh, by twenty-seven, seven, and nine. So, what do we say the spread was here again? UTEP minus seven and a half. UTEP minus seven. Well,
0: because New Mexico State got dealt that crazy season because everyone transferred; they couldn't practice in uh in the state of New Mexico it was just a crazy, but look, wow, I don't care. Give me UTEP. I, really? I, yeah. Give me UTEP. Uh, they, they beat Stephen F. Austin by 10. I think New Mexico state's better than Stephen F. Austin, but this is the one I'm talking about. Abilene Christian who wasn't great in the FCS either. They won 17, 13 and they were down 13, 10 with about two minutes left in that game. I, I'm going to take New Mexico state in the points here. I, I just think they're, they're you got to take the points. They're both terrible football teams. They're very similar to me. Uh, Nick, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah, my leans UTEP. They won 3 football games last year at least. Granted, two of them were against FCS schools and the other was against Louisiana Monroe, which is uh, basically an FCS school. But the Mexico State got whipped by like 20 against Tarleton who yeah. was a D2 squad. Let me make
0: l- let me say something though. I believe Tarleton is better than Stephen F. Wallace and Abilene Christian Christian and uh, ULM.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I think so. Who did Tarleton lose to right after that New Mexico State game?
0: They got uh, I think Dixie State. Dixie State, who was doing the same thing that Tarleton was doing by jumping up to.
1: do. I, I think that I think they got beat pretty badly. Also,
0: twenty six fourteen. But they beat Dixie later, right?
1: Uh, yeah. They all played each other twice. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: They lost to either way. East I Central. Trust.
1: <laughs> that's that's yeah. So. I don't know, man. This is a shit game. It really is. But I'm going UTEP. I think they just have a little bit more experience. <laughs> we have devoted I, way too much time. To this I'm game, on the Aggies. Right?
0: Aggie up, baby! All right, UTEP wins twenty to ten. All right, and uh, the final line that we have for for week zero. There's a, a few other games out there that we will sh- should have the line. Southern Utah, San Jose State, Eastern Illinois, Indiana State, and uh, ten, uh, North Carolina Central, and who is it they're playing? Uh, F- another FCS game, but. Uh, w- the only other line we have right now is UConn catching twenty-seven in Fresno. Guys, sign me up, Randy Edsall. Turn the corner. The the reigning national champs are coming into the Fresno plus twenty-seven. I'm taking it all day.
2: UConn, yeah, I agree, man. They're the like what- Notre Dame of the Northeast
1: going independent. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say? I, I would say I like what Fresno is doing. I think you know, last year, uh, Caitlin DeBauer's first season as head coach, uh, they led the Mountain West in passing yards and actually finished fifth in the country per game passing yards. And they have that uh, Washington transfer Jake Hayner, if you uh, if that's how you pronounce yeah, it at QB. Yeah. So my 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 scare here is that I think Fresno can put up points in a hurry but I think it's too many points. I think you can cover that. Who knows what Yukon's going to look like this year after sitting out last year, national champs, baby, probably there really bad. But no, I think, I think, I think Fresno wins. I think Fresno wins like, I don't know, like 31, 17, something like that. Yeah. Give me 48 to 29. I mean, Fresno <laughs> beat Colorado state
2: 38, 17. They beat Utah state 35,
0: 16. UConn, mean, Hey Edsel 20, in year four, he turned it. He turned that tide in his first time at the uh, it's easy to see a tide turn at, at at UConn this year. No one's seeing it coming.
1: You got it all it, year off. I agree. I Those poor players have been waiting two years to crack some heads. You
2: know, they're, yeah. they're going to be fired up. That is true. That's yeah. a good point. I'm going, uh, I'm going UConn. I'm riding with yeah. you guys.
0: Yeah. All right. Well that concludes our week zero handicapping at the moment. You know what I mean? Like that we don't have. The other lines out there. So before we get to week one, we'll we will give away our locks. We'll give away our dogs, stuff like that. But before we get there, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. You ready to win money and you know boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing you the ac- excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Patty C get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more great promos, odds, and and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. I'm telling you, uh, you got to check it out. Uh, Sign up today and receive a special offer. Risk-free $500 sports bet download bet and win. All right. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com to start winning. That's w y n n bet.com. I'm telling you, you got to check it out. I mean, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win at WinBet. Yes, download bet, or I'm sorry, download bet and win. Uh, this thing is I'm I'm telling you. I am I'm, I'm getting excited thinking about those week 0 lines Patty C. It is crazy. It is crazy, G- guys. Yukon on the money line. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that is crazy.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, look. Colby's gonna get getting a little on overzealous
1: four, on a, a four-touchdown dog who hasn't played football when's, in two years. <laughs> when's the last
0: time a defending national champion was catching 27? <laughs> All right. <laughs> True story. Uh So (laughs) let's get to uh, week one here, Thursday action. I mean, this is just a beautiful slate of games and I got news for you guys. I see some juicy, juicy plays out there. First off Boise state traveling cross country to take on UCF guys. We had a draft, we had a draft and this was rated. We drafted, go back and listen to our, our week by week previews, the way too early series on the college football experience, but we did week one way back. I mean, probably in in early April and we had Boise state UCF as the fifth best game of the week. Uh, that seems criminally underrated. Well, That's because I seriously, I, I played a house, a house play with the uh, app state ECU as, as the top <laughs> play of the game, but, or as the week, but uh, Boise catching four in Orlando, Patty C, do you have, what? what's your first take on that? both new coaches, Andy Avalos, former Boise state Bronco Gus Malzon, former used car salesman in Auburn. Mm. Uh, where, where, where are you going to go there?
2: Coaching edge. You got to figure Malzon right off the top. Even though you said Avalos, we think did a pretty good job at Oregon. Yeah. Um, but, and he's got obviously the Boise ties,
0: but Malzahn. Well, and Avalos recruited the players that are currently there. He hasn't been in Oregon that long.
2: Yeah. That's helpful too. Yeah. yeah he's got, he's got some uh, pen- panache. I don't know if that's the right word in the locker room. So, or, or some pull in the <laughs> locker room. Uh, let's get a little less fancy here. Uh, P- panache. Is that a dish? Uh, it sounds like a dish. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it means. Uh, What's he pulling
1: in the locker room? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's pulling uh he's pulling all the chicks in the locker room. Cause he's the stud of Boise state. He's the new guy in charge. But uh, look, Malzahn is pulling all the chicks down in Florida. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he probably is. Uh, <laughs> that said, <laughs> uh, offensive uh stats last year 20 Boise 27th scoring offense and the 52nd scoring defense. Uh meanwhile, so kind of balanced there but uh, definitely an offensive team. Uh UCF 8th scoring offense 92nd scoring defense. So very unbalanced there. And it kind of evens out. I think the the spread of 4 is about right. Um but long trip. I actually pre-episode was leaning Boise but now I think I'm leaning UCF.
0: Well, I'm glad you are because I think the Broncos are the team that uh, I actually think I prefer their roster. Well, Bachmeyer, Yes. And I think, I think that they've made a strong case. Last time they went down to Florida, they took down your ACC, Florida state Seminoles. (laughs) And I don't think they're going to have a problem pulling the upset as a dog in Orlando. If anything, I think Gus miles on as much as he's a good coach, I think he might fuck with that offense a little bit and, and, and it's, it's, it'll just be different. So Dylan Gabriel have to deal give with the differences, little, uh, extra juice here. Whereas I think Boise state also though, going to be different. And I think they played it smart spring ball. Didn't reveal anything. They are going air raid. I think Bachmeyer might light them up. Uh, give me Boise plus four. It, it worse comes to worse. I think UCF wins by a field goal.
1: Yeah, that's the key right there is to, if you're getting more than a field goal in basically a coin flip game, I'm going to take the points. I'm very high on Boise this year. Look, UCF is going to be very good too. UCF is probably going to win eight or nine games, maybe more. Uh, and they are at home here and the balance house is going to be lit, but Boise just has a knack in these opening games to go on a road, go into hostile environments and pull out victories. And uh, I mean, they've returned just about everybody, and most importantly, they're healthy right now, including Hank Bachmeyer. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm on Boise. I, not only do I think they could win money line, but if I'm getting more than a field goal. Give me the Broncos.
2: Let me tell you something about that Florida State Boise game last year. Yes, that was Hank Bachmeyer's first game, but Florida State led 31 to 13 in the second quarter in that game.
0: Let me tell you about the heart of a champion.
2: Boise State rattled off a bunch yeah. of points there. I want to 2019 say 2019 too, by the way, Pat. Oh, uh, 2019. Yeah. sorry.
0: Yeah, luckily Florida State had had COVID because Canceled they would have got, the, got the tar kicked out of them on, on the Smurf Smurf turf, turf last yeah, You're year. probably right. Um, Not probably right. You're definitely right. Uh, yeah, we'll see, buddy. I I, I think. Uh, well, look, Boise's made this statement. They're coach proof. I mean, how many different coaches <laughs> have they won with? At I mean, since what this this program since they came up is just. Whether it's Dan Hawkins, you can go back to Dirk Dirk Cutter. Let me ask you. Ten and you this. two, ten and three. This this is a coach proof program. Uh, this is elite.
2: Uh, wouldn't you say UCF to an extent is the same? No. I mean, yeah, I guess uh <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking the guy and who they, got oh and twelve season, like like, like <laughs> in
0: the past six years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, the worst season Boise State has had, I mean look, COVID, they were five and two. That's probably the worst season that they had. The worst they've had since in the 2000 era. Well, Oh, oh and 12. <laughs> no Boise, oh, Boise state Boise. The worst they've had is eight and five.
2: Yeah. Boise has been excellent, you know, for a long time, but who have they been playing? Have they been playing the likes of UCF? Have they been playing the number eight? Offense in the country. They
1: they beat Oklahoma. They beat Georgia. (laughs) They beat Virginia Tech. They beat Oregon. They beat Washington. They they went to
0: Charlottesville and laid 59 on the Cavaliers. Well, then
2: UVA (laughs) came back and slapped them on the Smurf Show. So let's just remember that. But here's another thing here. A lot of the what you guys are talking about is Chris Peterson, right? And Chris Peterson isn't there. And guess what? Brian Harson isn't even there. We got a coach that hasn't proven shit anywhere yet, okay, as a fair. head coach. That's fair. You know, fair. And you're going against a guy who's won a national championship. Oh, as an offensive that coordinator such a gimmick, been to another as a head coach. Yeah, <laughs> it's a gimmick when you go back. Uh look. And come within 30 seconds of
0: winning the whole damn thing. Uh well, let's not knock. This is coach proof. Boise State is coach proof. I just gave you Dirk Cutter won ten games. Uh, twice, twice, 99 and 2000. Yeah, well,
2: they were playing Idaho state back then. No,
0: they were in the FBS. Then they were in the mountain West or the big West. Yes. With had Fresno state and, and the likes of others in there. Then they went, then they went whack. And then Dan Hawkins, 12 and one, 13 and one, 11 and one. All right. So let's not act like this is just Chris <laughs> Peterson, 13 and 0, it's 12 and one, 14 trip. and 0, 12 and one. Then you have the Brian Harrison, house. 12 and two, 11
2: and three, 12 and two. Let me ask you this. Better home environment, bounce house or Smurf turf?
1: Smurf turf, yeah, probably. probably. I got to agree with you Take there. That. It's close. Take that, and yeah. and the long trip. It doesn't mean quite as much week one. Yeah, that's true too.
2: Look, I was Boise State before the episode at, on a hunch, but i have kind of yeah. like uh, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, sometimes you're wrong, Pet. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you are. Hey, but I've been over fifty percent every year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Kobe <laughs> flaunts his <the> stat constantly, <laughs> and he should. Yeah. Throw the D in the air.
0: I'm going to throw the D in the air on this next play. All right, cuz in Charlotte at Jerry Richardson Stadium, the East Carolina Pirates are catching 11 and a half points against App State and get this, they're plus 300 on the money line. Let me just tell you folks, take the money line. Take the <laughs> money line. They're the more experienced team here. Yes, I understand. App State They have experience on the O-line and D-line, but Chase Bryce, Chase, Bryce and ECU, this is their coming out party. This is officially it. This is a win for East Carolina in Charlotte. I can't wait for this game guys. I'm crossing up the, like at home, I got a calendar and I just cross off the days just right when it strikes midnight, because I can't wait for this fucking game. Pirates are taking down app state in Charlotte. Sorry to, sorry to burst your bubble there. NC Nick, I know you you, you bought some property up in Boone. Well, we're going to put a flag an ECU flag there come the day after uh well, what, what day is this? I don't know. Friday, whatever day this is. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I'm not going to say uh, I agree with you. I don't know if you should purchase a moneyline ticket, but you kind of have sold me on at least taking the points. Most of that stems to the fact where I don't quite trust the coach of App State, and I definitely don't trust the quarterback Chase Bryce. I saw him at Duke last year. I was not impressed. Uh, granted, he was at Clemson before that, but he was a backup. You know, so I think he he was getting a lot of cred being a Clemson transfer but we never saw him play. So we never saw how good he was, you know, and, and the the limited action he got was in blowouts. So uh, last year with Duke, just a ton of interceptions, a ton of fumbles, you know, not all his fault. Granted, I mean, the offense was a total mess. The offensive line was a mess. I'm not putting it all on Bryce's shoulders, but he did not impress. So I have, I have too many question marks right now surrounding app state for them to cover a 12 point spread. Well, and, uh
0: and why not why not go with the quarterback Holton Alders? It's going to be his fourth year starting, guys, and he's still got two more years of eligibility. I'm telling you, this is what you do and it's an experienced play in Mike Houston. I'm telling you, I I've I've watched this. Obviously, I'm an ECU fan. So take it with a grain of salt here, but I truly believe this. His offensive line and defensive line is the best he's ever had. And he he, he still thinks he's one year away from being a serious contender in the AAC, but I think he thinks it's it's just ready. This is the year they're making a bowl. Phil Steele said they're a bowl team this year. Watch out for the Pirates, upset special money line play. You'll thank me later.
2: Well, let me say this about this game: uh, ECU last year was complete Jacqueline Hyde. Every single one except one of their games was just decided by 14 points or more. So they were either blowing teams out or getting their ass kicked. Uh, App State, on the other hand. Uh, lost to two really good teams early on. And really three game three losses, Marshall uh, at, uh, at Marshall at coastal Carolina and against Louisiana, all pretty elite teams last year. And they handled the business the rest of the way. Granted, I'm a Mike Houston guy, JMU uh, coach took took them to a national championship. So I appreciate And I know his, uh, his body of work that said uh, last year, ECU on offense 50 versus uh, app state 28, kind of comparable but ECU on defense 102. Whereas app state number 16, I think the difference is just too big right now. I'm going to take app state uh,
1: to minus the 11, 11 and a half. I
0: can't wait. I can't like, wait to prove like, you wrong. If you're,
1: if you're an ECU fan, here's what scares you. Or if you're taking the points, here's what scares you. ECU against the run was 98th in the country last year. They were averaged over. They gave up over 200 yards per game granted. Chase Bryce and the App State passing attack may be lackluster this season, but you know the two running backs in Boone, Cameron Peoples and Nate Knoll, can can churn out yardage behind that big offensive line. So, if App State can can get the ground game going, they have a chance to not only win, they have a chance to cover. But overall, I agree. Too many points. I'll take ECU plus a twelve.
0: And here's what you're forgetting too: is COVID extremely played EC, East Carolina last year? Look. After the first seven games the D shut down Temple and also did great against SMU they oh shut down Temple <laughs> so,
1: hey. Temple uh, did Temple go winless last year
0: It doesn't matter Anthony Russo is going to be the starting quarterback of Michigan State, all right uh, <laughs> look 14 of the top 15 tacklers are back, including their star linebacker Xavier Smith. this is ta- I'm telling you take the Pirates listen to Dundee on this. this is a Dundee special. Dundee special here in, in Charlotte. Can't Tem-
2: wait. Temple one and six with a two point win over uh USF. I will say though, that finishing the season with a 25 point win against temple. And then really the most impressive uh, performance of the season was the 14 point win over a pretty decent SMU team. Yeah. Maybe he got it turned around at the end of the season.
0: No, I don't he got know. healthy. The There's- COVID issues all throughout the season. We should have beat Navy. They did a false It was a false positive test for our starting quarterback. (laughs) The fuck is that? And then the Tulsa game, we should have beat Tulsa. The guy's clearly down and they, 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 they say it's a fumble. (laughs) I mean, we had Tulsa beat two horrible calls.
2: If I had a dollar for every time Uh, I I heard Colby say that the game was (laughs) thrown by the referees. Look, here's what I'm going to say, Nick, your advice that chase Bryce is not a reliable quarterback. It carries weight. Colby's advice to bet on ECU carries less weight because <laughs> he is a blatant Homer.
1: Uh, uh, I can't wait. Uh, you know, The boys at UCF games <laughs> at seven Eastern time, ECU app States at seven thirty, and then Ohio state Minnesota is at eight. They got to spread this stuff out. Those are three really good games. I want to watch. And obviously you got split screens. You can go back and forth, but come on, man, you know, spread it, spread the love. Yeah. Agreed.
2: Uh, We're trying to view here. It's all about the viewers is the experience.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. And uh, look, uh, let's, let's shift it to the next game here. Thursday night, not far down the road in Raleigh, uh, South Florida at NC state. South Florida is catching 18 points. Look, NC state's supposed to be good, but I feel like NC state, every time they play a a, a mid-major, even if it's South Florida, they win by like twelve. <laughs> it's actually a game with like ten minutes left. With South Florida, you're talking about? I'm saying NC State traditionally. Oh, NC State, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why would you not just take South Florida in the points? That's a
1: good question. Well, I will say that UCF was 121st in scoring D, giving up over forty points a game last year. And this might be the best NC State offense that Dave Dorans has ever had.
0: Okay. But can I push back on you a little bit and say, Jeff Scott didn't even get spring ball with his, with his fl- South Fair. Florida Bulls last year. And Fair. this is a team that lost to Memphis by one only lost to UCF by, by 12, right? This is a team that also only uh lost to temple by two. I mean, look as the season. Yes. Out the gate, they got, they were horrible. All right. Notre Dame beat them 52, nothing. They only lost to Cincinnati by 21. And that was in the third game.
2: That's a terrible loss. Three touchdowns is not close.
0: Uh, 18 points with NC State is my point. They're getting 18 points. I'm not saying South Florida's gonna win the game. I'm saying Cincinnati's better than NC State, Pat. And yes. that was week okay. three of Jeff Scott without spring ball, without implementing his offense or his defense. Well, guess what? Now he's got a he's got spring ball.
2: What has Jeff Scott done? What's his is he's this? He's
0: Clemson's his? offensive coordinator.
2: Okay. That was his first year
0: last well, year. Well, is this an Alabama situation where potentially. But they're still today. gonna cover 18. They're still gonna cover 18
1: originally I was on your side when I first saw it. I was like, I, I thought, I thought the same thing. I was like, you know what? MC NC state under Dorn. They don't really blow anybody out. The more I'm looking at it though, this could be a pretty lopsided game. We don't even know who's going to be quarterback at you at uh USF. Is it going to be the UNC transfer Cade Fortin or the Miami transfer, Jaron Williams? Uh, what, what we do know is that NC state is loaded on offense and they have, at least an above-average defense in the ACC. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of shifting here, and I might lay the points because I think I am pretty high on, on NC State this year, and I have no idea what to expect from the Bulls of South Florida.
0: I'm actually going to roll with you guys because uh, NC State beat Ball State by 11 in, in 2000, Last game
2: of the season, uh, USF only lost by 12 to UCF. They only lost by one at Memphis. Uh, Look, they they had a couple respectable performances last year. Not all of them. They they did get their ass kicked quite a few times too. So I I think with a little bit of prep time, obviously they're able to get up for big games. Coming off the bye, they lost to one against Memphis last year and they got up for UCF. I figure they'll get up for they're gonna NC they're State gonna cover this. And they'll cover eighteen. I agree.
0: So Nick, uh we all wait, Nick took NC State though, right?
1: Yeah. I'm a slight lean in that favor right now. Um, I definitely don't love this. I think the the spread is, I, I actually, I think it's gone up. I, I, I think I saw it when it first opened, it was at like 16 and a half or so. So the early monies on NC state, you know, whatever that means right now, I guess I'm a slight lean towards NC state. I don't love it. I think they at least win by two touchdowns, but you're right. There is a chance that this is, I don't know, like a, a 28, 14 game or like a 31, 16 game or something.
0: Uh, yes. And then we have Ohio state at Minnesota Thursday night, Minnesota's catching 13 and a half guys. I know I'm on the Thursday slate. Now I went two for two on favorites and dogs on the, on the week zero slate on this opening Thursday, September 2nd. So far I've taken three dogs and it's going to be a fourth because I am taking Minnesota plus 13 and a half with the Ohio state quarterback situation. And with what Tanner Morgan and, and, and PJ Fleck, I'm rowing that boat all through fucking Minneapolis.
1: Hundred uh, percent with you. Hundred percent. I think most people will see Minnesota's record from last year and say oh, Ohio State's not favored by two touchdowns. That that point spread's a little tricky there too. I think it's trying to get yeah. people to, to take the buckeyes. They're baiting you with the a, with the thirteen and a half. Nope. They're exactly. baiting you, and, yeah. Don't forget. Minnesota was what? 11 and two in 2019. Yeah. Minnesota's in, in store for a very nice season here. And they're flying under the radar. I'm not saying they beat the Buckeyes, but I'm saying this is a ball game. Uh, and I will certainly take the points,
2: listen, let's go back to 2019 Minnesota offense, number 22, their defense, number 37, Ohio state last year. We'll give them uh, give credit to them last year, 11 and 44. You know, that seems like those teams should be comparable. If Minnesota is the team they were two years ago, obviously we put them on a list of about five or six teams that were most decimated by COVID got to figure if PJ flat can bounce back, especially with a nice quarterback. That's it, Was he senior now? Yes. Yep. Tanner Morgan. Then uh, I expect a much closer game, especially in Minneapolis and Ohio state breaking in a new quarterback. I almost want to take the money line. I'm very tempted to take the money line. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I will say if you're a Buckeye fan, you guys probably have the, the, the best receiving core in the nation behind uh, Olave and Garrett Wilson. The fact that both of those returned right well, shot, I don't think Wilson had a, I think he was a sophomore. So he, he had to come back. He wasn't three years removed from high school, but Olave decided to come back. If the quarterback can like step in right away and not miss a beat, Then the Buckeyes are going to be just as good as they have been last the last few years. But with those question marks, it's hard not to take Minnesota here.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Last Thursday game on the slate right now. This is my favorite play, (laughs) as far as like it's not my favorite play, but I'm taking the favorite. I've taken the other dogs. Tennessee (laughs) minus thirty three. I understand. Look, everyone's going to take Bowling Green because they think Tennessee. Everyone transferred out. There's Josh Heipel. A good point. I, I don't care. Bowling Green could be playing. Uh I mean, look, Bowling <laughs> Green loses by 30 to like that's Miami, true. Ohio. Central Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is true. So you're telling me Tennessee minus 33. Uh I understand Van Gorder's gone. And maybe that's why Patty C is gonna take the Falcons. But Leffler, no, Leffler dude. plus thirty three. I am not taking it. They're trying to bait you here. I'm on Tennessee minus 33. Give me a 52 to 6 final score here in Rocky Top.
1: Look, the auto fade of Bowling Green is alive and well. I mean, look at their scores from their own five year last year. 38 to 3 loss against Toledo. 62 24 against Kent State. 42 17 against Buffalo. Uh, That would have covered. That was a backdoor cover, too, man. I watched that. I remember that. 52 to 10 against Ohio, and Akron even beat him 31 to 3. So I think Bowling Green is on auto fade. I'm with you. I will ride the volunteers. Dude,
0: and Ohio's offense is never prolific. They dropped 52 on Bowling Green. With every play being, you know, it was a freshman quarterback, Rourke, who couldn't throw. So well, I you will You know say, they're running.
2: Van Gorder being gone is a huge factor <laughs> that we cannot ignore. You've taken one half of the uh worst coordinator in football out of the equation. You still have the other one with Scott Leffler. But uh let me tell you this: Tennessee's uh recruiting rankings in the last four years. I know they've lost everyone to uh Oklahoma this year, but last four years, 21, 13, 10, and 23. Get the F out of here on 33 is a lot of points, but
0: Bowling green is
2: just that bad. Give yeah. me the balls.
0: Yeah. I mean, you got to take the balls here. Got to take the balls here. Uh, that, that's a Dundee special too. I think. Uh, all right. Before we get to Friday's action, still week one here. That was just Thursday. All of that was just Thursday. But before we get to uh, uh, Friday's action. I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season is about to kick off, and PropSwap is here to make this your essentially your best season ever. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money; it just needs to improve. For example, the Atlanta Falcons are eighty to one to win the Super Bowl, and they have one of the easiest strength of schedules in, in all the league. Uh, so if you think they'll get off to perhaps a hot start, make that 80 to 1 bet before the season and then sell for a big profit, you know, after a few weeks, after they're maybe 3 and 1 or 2 and 2. Uh, the average seller on Prop Swap makes over five hundred dollars per month just listing and selling tickets. And and when making your bets, by the way, five hundred dollars a month—that's like a three-bedroom house in Vegas, right? And, and when making your bets, remember to go for two. All right, make the two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for for, for, for profit and keep one for yourself. S- keep some skin in the game, you know. Get started today by going to Propswap.com or download the prop swap app. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets guys. Um, all right. So Friday's action and it's going to be in lane stadium. Patty C North Carolina laying five and a half points. Mm. Sam, how coming into lane? Give me the Hokies plus five and a half. I smell an upset. You smell it.
2: I smell it. I
0: smell uh, that upset. I definitely smell in the air. In what, you, what are you doing here in this game? What do you think? Five and a half though. I was hoping to get seven. I'll be honest. I was hoping to get seven. Yeah. Maybe you wait on this until you, until it goes to seven.
2: Yeah. Let that Sam Howell yeah, hype. Cause start I think rolling I'm in. telling
0: you, I think actually, if you're going to bet this, you don't bet I, all these lines are available to bet right now, guys. The, some of these others we mentioned, I advise you to bet it now. Cause the numbers might go the other way. This is one where I believe you wait. Because I think North Carolina is going to end up a seven, seven and a half, eight point favorite when it's all said and done. What do you think, Nick?
1: I don't know if the line jumps that much, but I do agree. I'm on your side. You know, throw any kind of roster analysis out the window. This is a night game at Lane Stadium, at capacity, where that student section hasn't really been able to come out in full force for a couple of years. It's gonna. Uh, this is one of the most interesting games I think. Where was it ranked, by the way? Can you pull that up? I will tell you right now. This was because ranked. This at- game has major implications, not just the ACC Coastal, obviously, but it has national implications. Number seven. And number seven. I think it should be higher. Well, damn, we got we got. Well, a lot you of, drafted a Bama Miami over it. Come on. <laughs> How. How much bourbon was I drinking that evening? Uh Uh, Now this game here, this is a lot of fun. I mean, come on, this is in my backyard. I'm, I'm AC, I'm the ACC guy, but uh, I think it's a close game as good as that UNC offense is as good as Sam. How is is, it's hard not to take the points with the home dog in that kind of environment. I don't say it often, but go Hokies.
0: Uh, Pat. I mean, look, I understand like after we got through week zero guys, I feel like majority of us uh, riding with the dogs. And I think that that's that trend continues. Yeah. I think it's got to continue here.
2: Well, tech winners of four of the last five. I want to say since, uh, 2004 when they joined, I think it's 16 or 17. Just don't
0: give us the basketball stats on this. Yeah. Sorry. The last time we
2: did this, I was stunned (laughs) at how much North Carolina beat Virginia tech. In fact, it's the exact opposite since uh, they joined the ACC North in 2004, North Carolina has only won four times. It looks like Virginia tech without counting right now has about 13, 14, 15 wins in that time. So they've been whipping their ass. Uh, under Fuente wins of 31 and 52 points against uh, UNC. Obviously Mac Brown turned it around, but last year, even that 56, uh, 45, win was back and forth, the lead changed. It felt like a hundred times on the way uh, for North Carolina to pull away. Uh, now uh, stat wise, Virginia tech, 43 offense, UNC nine. Uh, defensively, Virginia tech, 83, uh, UNC 65. So UNC does have the edge there, but Hamilton in his first year as the defense coordinator, a Bud Foster uh, uh, disciple, disciple yeah. in his first year real uh, without COVID. You got to figure that defense is going to jump up Im- uh, immensely. And then like Nick said, Blacksburg opening night is a Friday national spotlight. Yes. yes. Get the F out of here. Tech's going to win outright.
0: I like it. I like it a lot guys. We're agreeing too much. What, but let's get, let's get to the next game where I'm sure we'll disagree. Duke, (laughs) look, Jerry Richardson stadium on Thursday plays ECU app state on Friday. They get Duke Charlotte on Saturday. They get Clemson, Georgia. So by the, by the third night, you're not even going to want to go to Clemson, Georgia. You just go ECU app state is obviously the best (laughs) game of the week in Jerry Richardson stadium. Then you get Duke Charlotte, which should be fun. <laughs> and then by that time, I don't know, maybe you just go, you know, to a waffle. It'd be house. a
1: fun weekend uh, to hang out in the Queen City, wouldn't it?
0: It would. And and Duke laying seven against Will Healy's bunch. Now I'll say this. Cutcliffe has owned the group of five. He's really owned the group of five. But you telling me a month to prep for this Duke offense that was not very good last season. I believe in will Healy and look, COVID really destroyed the show
2: enough to hang 53 on them last year.
0: Charlotte had major COVID issues last year. The year before <laughs> that they won eight games, went bowling for the first time in their existence. Will Healy plus seven. I think Duke still wins the game. Give me Charlotte plus seven points. Petty No, not at all. You going Duke? <laughs> Not at all. Duke's gonna slaughter them again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, like
2: uh I mean, I, I, I'm buying. I'm drinking your Kool-Aid, Kobe. I know you're always stirring up a batch, and you got one cooking down in Charlotte. But Cutcliffe's proven it before, you know. And and last well, year, it's too recent of an ass them. They won by thirty-four last year. You think they're gonna cover seven now? It's easy to see a tide turn. I guess so. All
0: right. Yes, because look, that batch. Has gone old, all right? It's like sour milk, and that's David Cutcliffe's coaching career. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I actually like Cutcliffe. I think he's a great coach. But I just think Will Healy is gonna a month of prep for these for these fucking 30 wide receiver screens you're gonna see by Duke.
1: <laughs> uh, give me, give so, me Charlotte so, to cover the seven. So here's what I think. Uh it's Duke is not gonna win by 34, but I think Duke will win by 10 or so. And this is uh, I mean, Duke, over the years, the little bit of Somewhat success, they've had to undercut Cliff. But if you look in the ACC, you know Duke struggles to field above average offensive and defensive lines. That has been their Achilles heel up front. They are not very stout on either side of the ball. And that's why they struggle against ACC opponents. When they play group of five, that's that's when their offensive lines can can do some things and not be overmatched by the opponent and that allows their skill position players to shine. That's why Duke has a good record against these uh, group of five uh, teams. And that's why that'll continue. They will beat Charlotte. They'll cover the spread, but I do like Charlotte this year. And I think they'll keep it close. They'll keep it respectable, but Duke wins by 10, 28,
0: 24. Duke gets the win. finds the tight end in the end zone uh, on a, on a third and goal gets that win. That's it. I mean, Duke's gonna get the win. But don't don't forget Charlotte, guys. This a couple years an ago at Tennessee. Colby flag plant. At Tennessee, they lost 14 to 3. Charlotte? <laughs> yeah. They played Tennessee tough. Well, Tennessee. I remember that game. Has that was Tennessee. an ugly, ugly game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, guys. They've played some power fives and they've done all right. Yes, Clemson destroyed them 52 to 10, though. But I actually think the ten points they might have laid on Clemson probably better than what Duke did. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> give me Charlotte plus the seven. I think Duke's gonna win. It's definitely better than what Florida State did. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Got a guy
2: reading a book in the stands. That's true.
0: That's very true. Okay, uh, Friday night, dude. Are you kidding me with this line? Are you kidding me with this line, NC Nick? I know you're down there in North Carolina. I want to know more about this line. Wake Forest laying thirty-two <laughs> against Old Dominion. <laughs> 32 points. Wake Forest shouldn't be favored by 32 points over a D3 school. This is yeah. ridiculous. Give me uh, ODU. Yeah. This is bulletin board material. If I'm Ricky, uh, Ricky, Ricky Renee, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie, whatever, I, I think this is like gotta be up right now Say, they think you're 32 points better <laughs> than us,
1: uh, yeah, unless uh, Rusty LaRue's coming back to play QB for the Demon Deacon. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, like wakes a better team. They're going to win this game, but they're not going to win by that much. Uh, granted wake forest has a really good offense with Hartman and with Roberson and Christian Beal Smith in the backfield. They can put up some points, but old dominion is going to score too. And they're going to at least keep up with 32. Uh, yeah. I am right with there with you. When I saw this, I was like, whoa. That is a no.
0: huge spread. This is a Dundee play. Let me remind you guys: when ODU in 2019 was one and eleven, they lost in Lane to Virginia Tech by fourteen. They lost in Charlottesville to UVA by eleven in a game they were up seventeen to nothing. That's true. All right, like this is ridiculous. Only lost this is ECU a by lock. three. This is a fucking lock. Is this is a
2: lock. A shit ton of later Now, now, let me let me say this though. Later in the year, they did lose the Florida Atlantic on their own homecoming on their own field by thirty-eight. Uh, but
0: Florida Atlantic's probably better than Wake. That was when Lane Kiffin was at Florida Atlantic.
2: No, they're not. No, then
0: in nineteen, they might have been.
2: I mean, Wake, what they did—they almost beat. Uh, 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 Orange Bowl bound UNC team last year. No, but I'm 53. talking in
0: '19, dude. You you can't quote Florida Atlantic from '19 well, and give me last year's stats. I'm
2: quoting weight from last year because that's the most relevant stat that. Pretends I understand,
0: to but that Florida I mean Florida Atlantic in '19 won like 11 games.
2: Yeah, they won 11. Then, uh, oh, okay, Florida Atlantic in '19. Yeah. Okay, that, that Florida Atlantic team was good. And maybe, maybe they were better than wake. Maybe not. I would say comparable. If that Florida Atlantic Daryl, the the they would not have won 11 games. I'll tell you that much. Wake only went four and five last year. Maybe Florida Atlantic was a little better. All that to say, uh, lost the last, time has lost their last 11 games? And it's been two years since they played any football.
0: When's the last time wake beat anybody in, in FBS mm. by 32 points.
1: That's probably a pretty good. Find play. me that. Find me that. Yeah. And and for all us uh college football df head, dfs heads out there if this game is included on the Friday slate i'm a slu- i'm assuming it will because there's only what uh, six games or so not even six if, you, if if you're just counting fbs versus fbs but Daryl Mack will be a very interesting play because it was often wise last year to pick the quarterback going up against wake forest he's going to put up some points especially the dual threat capabilities. I mean, so, Wake, yeah.
0: Wake's going to win by two touchdowns, maybe three touchdowns, but th- thirty-two points. This is the best lock we've covered so far, guys. <laughs> it's a lot of points. I'm going <laughs> to take ODU, but uh, yeah, I think it,
2: it does seem pretty safe. Just you know, you know what really is is that. Uh, that Virginia tech came from a couple years ago, that 14 point loss in, my, in and UVA, then they,
0: they were up 17, nothing on UVA and
2: they beat tech three years ago. Didn't they?
0: Yeah. There's no way you're touching this. Yeah.
2: That's way too many points. I mean,
0: look, wake the last time they played Tulane two weeks, two years ago, they win in overtime, even against Towson. They won by 31 Towson would have covered that line. 32 points.
2: Is is ODU uh,
1: considerably better than Towson? Do you think? Yes, yeah, I do, I do, I really do. That's ridiculous. They've actually recruited solidly there, especially since they didn't play last year.
2: Yeah, well, they should. They're in the freaking Hampton Roads.
0: Well, that's even more of a reason to take the thirty-two points. This is the biggest lock of the week so far.
1: It is funny. I will say that wake Forest's first two opponents are old, old dominion and Norfolk state. So they're really trying to lock down that seven, five, seven area. My guy they're Dave is there. no
0: moron. He's no moron.
1: <laughs> he, uh, know, he knows where the talents at. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, all right. Last of the Friday night games that we have a line on currently Michigan state uh, at Northwestern, where Michigan State actually beat Northwestern last year, Northwestern won the Big Ten West, but Michigan State gave it to him in one of uh, one of Tucker's only wins uh, that in Harbaugh. Um, Pretty impressive. Yeah, if you're it's gonna win, strange. Win big. It's yeah. like yeah, you got your ass kicked by Rutgers, <laughs> but you beat Northwestern in Michigan. Um, Is that strange? Northwestern always does that. Yeah. Well, well, and that's another reason why I Good think <laughs> right now you take the Spartans plus four and a half opening Thursday night. Northwestern lost some of the most production out of anyone in the country. Michigan state. I understand it's been taboo. I understand they've had 25 players transfer, but I thought they brought in Kenneth Walker from wake. They brought in Anthony Russo from temple. I actually think you take the points here. And I think they're a
1: live dog. I agree. Yeah. Northwestern loses a lot and Sparty beat them last year. So why would you feel comfortable laying six Northwestern? They're kind of like NC state in a way where they don't beat teams by a lot of points, especially within the conference. So Yeah. yeah, I'm all over Sparty here.
2: Well, let me tell you one thing, okay. And uh, as I get the rest of this stat pulled up, I'll tell you that it there are some differences. Now, offensively similar, Northwestern last year ninety three, Michigan State one seventeen, but defensively, Northwestern number five in the country, Michigan State number one hundred. I'm going to call it a fluke. I'm going to say Pat Fitzgerald, winner of the last two of the three. I'm going to
0: call that as much as I dislike Mel Mel Tucker, he got dealt that COVID hand. That's true. And I, I think that defensive coordinator, and I'm struggling to think of his name right now, but he came over from, from Kansas state via Wyoming. Mm-hmm. I think he's the real deal. And I think they are going to have it figured out. Well, Michigan state does have talent, but you got to
2: trust Holinsky. Uh Halinsky
0: auto parts. Uh, <laughs> Fitzgerald's yeah. got it
2: figured. Out. I like that. Pull nice yeah. pull. Uh, Fitzgerald figuring out the quarterback situation, the transfer portal, Dude, but he can't even, develop no, a quarterback. They're, gonna just gonna,
0: they're not going to be able to win by seven. They won by three. It's Northwestern. What's the spell? Four on? and a half, four and a half. They went by five. No, six. No, what didn't I say four and a half? This this spread six. Northwestern minus six. No, it's four and a half, buddy. I'm on DraftKings oh, right now. I'm on DraftKings mm-hmm. right now. Northwestern minus four and a half. Updated wow, lines.
1: Shit. Shop around, folks. I'm on uh William Hill right now. Wow. Really? Should I refresh my page right now? You, uh, shop around if you're thinking uh let me refresh.
2: Let me see <laughs> if you're thinking Michigan State's going to get it, but I'm taking Northwestern. So and we
0: make car parts for the American
1: people because that's who
0: we <laughs> yeah, are right? that's who we care about. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yeah. I'm still seeing four and a half, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I, I chop around. That's what. That, yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're going to get to Saturday slate, but before we get to Saturday slate, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free twenty-five dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. So, download the app and sign up at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And while you're at it, you might as well download the SGPN app. Yes, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, Saturday's action, guys, on the college football experience. Wh- you know, we're looking way ahead here, about, you know, 30 days away from these lines. And that's why I say some of these ones we feel great about, like ODU getting 32. I think by the time you wait two or three weeks, that might be down to 28, 27, 29. I think you take it now. When is the earliest a line comes up? Because I remember
2: after Ohio State won the national championship back in 2014, that line against Virginia Tech, who had beaten them by 14 the year before. Uh, opened at twenty one uh,
0: for Ohio State, but by the time the kickoff happened, it was down to like twelve. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm
2: saying. Unbelievable. Uh,
0: so that's why it's a, it's a it's it's smart to to
1: listen to this podcast and, and tell a friend. Early. Yes, uh, I've right. already noticed that a lot of like our favorite win totals they've already that lines already moved. So you know if you listen to us or you know you know all your previews or or if you read my columns on SportsGellingPodcast dot com and saw some of our favorite plays as far as win totals you might have already missed out on the boat now maybe it's it's a half point or a full point up in one direction or the other well
0: that's why you listen to the college football experience cuz what we will do is do best win totals uh top 10 win totals for all three of us in the next coming weeks all right Ooh. there we go all right and that we will use the current number not what we had on the podcast say You know, June 12th 12th or something. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) um, all right. So, uh, Saturday, September 4th. I can't wait. This is a game. Uh, Like I said, I know everyone's talking Georgia Clemson, and and rightfully so. But at the same time, guys, I'm going to be glued to the television watching Penn State at Wisconsin. I think the wrong team is favored. I think Penn State's a better team. I was not impressed by Wisconsin. I know they had slight COVID issues canceling a game with like seven people out. But Penn State catching four and a half in Madison plus 160, Give me the Nittany Lions to beat Wisconsin in Madison. The only thing that scares me is no fans in over a year, and that place might be on fire. That's the only yeah. thing that scares me. But catching four and a half, I still like that play. If you don't want to take the money line, take the four and a half. I think this could be a, you know something of a uh, 38, 35, 31, 27. You're still covering then. Give me Penn State plus four and a half, Patty C. Uh,
2: Penn State offense and defense fifty five and fifty four last year. Wisconsin offense and defense ninety and ten. So a very balanced team versus a very defensive. Well, but I think both Graham these teams Mert's, were kind of outliers last year. Yeah. I think
0: I think COVID affected both of these. Teams. Penn State's
2: yardage was up in the teens. Yeah, you know, so they, yeah. they 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 led a lot of points and they left a lot of points on the board. So I do think that they're way better than we thought they were. Obviously, the the end of the season showed that. That said. Uh, Graham Mertz. I really expect to develop in the off season here. Uh, What's, what's what's the spread here?
0: Penn state's getting
2: four and a half. Uh, Actually, yeah, I'm going to go Penn state here. That's too many,
1: Nick. I am completely on board. I think uh, Penn state is kind of similar to Minnesota where you just throw last year out the window. And this year's squad will more closely resemble 2019 when they went 11 and two, I think you could say the same for Wisconsin though, but I agree with you. Right. So the fact that you're getting more than a field goal, I am once again, I feel you know, I'm going with some some road dogs here, but it's almost similar to the uh Boise UCF game where it's a 50-50 game and I'm getting more than a field goal. Give me the dog.
0: Yeah, I like the, the moneyline play too. I think Penn State's the better team on paper right now. Um, I mean Jahan Dotson, any anytime
2: a team like Penn State has a true game breaker. It makes a difference. It it takes the top off the uh, back of the defense, and then Penn State can run underneath it. They're going to move the ball. And Wisconsin, I don't know if they have that. I yeah. don't know if they That's have what I'm that. I'm saying, yeah.
0: Uh, so at the same time, this slate, I'm telling you, I'm I'm just getting excited thinking about that. The TV setup going on at at the studio here. Um, we have Stanford and Kansas State, guys, and I'm a little surprised Stanford's a one and a half point favorite. This being played at Jerry's World in that dumbass fucking dome, but. They should be playing this in Manhattan because it was a return from, from K state playing in Palo Alto. I'm not sure how they agreed on this horrible for the sport, but Stanford minus one and a half. I'm on K state. I think it's a 50 50 game though. I don't love this bet. I would not tell any of you guys, I would not advise any of you guys to, to really play this game, but I give me the points in K state. I think it's closer to Texas. Me and Nick went to a K state, Texas game where K state fans showed up heavily. Uh, So I would assume K state's going to have the, the, the fan base. What do you feel like the chip
2: on the shoulder for K state's going to be like,
0: that's a, that's another thing, man, is that the whole Texas thing, they got to make a statement. I think Kleiman knows he's going to be using that as motivation. Give me the wow cats plus one and a half in Jerry's world, Nick.
1: Yeah. Once again, I I agree with you. Uh, This is one of the toughest games to pick a side on in this week. One, it could go either way. The game's going to be close. It's going to go down to the wire but I like Kansas state this year. First off, uh, Skylar Thompson is healthy after missing most of last year, Uh, they returned their entire offensive line and that electric little scat back deuce Vaughn who can just, you know, break off a big play. And I don't know if Stanford has that kind of big play potential that deuce Vaughn brings to the table. So Maybe a long run of his is really the difference in this game. Uh, but this is going to be a really tight game, really close. going to be fun to watch. I, I give Kansas State the slight edge.
0: We got the four TV setup. Now, I could go quad box, which I think we're going to do.
1: But I'm saying if
0: I don't go quad box, <laughs> on the main TV, you got Penn State, Wisconsin. On the other one, Stanford, K State. Other one, Army, Georgia State, and then Oklahoma, Tulane on the small TV. You get those four those are the 9 a.m kicks I, I'm just excited I'm just letting you know letting you know
1: is, is a quad box like one upping a threesome
0: <laughs>
1: definitely that's because what they're calling uh, when it they
0: did the quad box that's just better than it I like yeah I'm all, all on board on the quad box here um, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm not sure if you get what I'm saying but yeah. okay hey you got four
2: <laughs> boxes in front of you life's good It's the
0: quad box' talking <laughs> about hey uh
2: let me say this I mean one and a half is probably appropriate for Stanford their game, their last five games last year were decided by three, one, five, three, and one in double overtime. They play close games. That said, um, you're taking, I think the Big Twelve uh, chip on the shoulder is going to be too big. I got to go Kansas State, and I do think that Texas is a little bit of a home field advantage. I don't know that Stanford travels that well. I think, uh, I think Kansas State. Stanford
0: might... doesn't travel well to their own home games. That's true. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, uh, give me give me the wildcats all right we're all on board there then we at the same time nine o'clock uh west coast noon uh, noon east uh Western Michigan travels to Michigan patty C where the Broncos are catching uh 17 and a half against mm, the western little hooks
2: there oh, 17
0: tough, and a half. Western Michigan's a bowl team this year. I think we can all agree on that. And and I'm just like, is Michigan? Are they baiting us? And Michigan's just going to win by 21 and be too too physical for them?
2: That could easily happen. I mean, last year, if 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 you're giving a throwaway to everyone else, maybe Michigan deserves it. Harbaugh, that is a uncharacteristically terrible season. Obviously, getting rid of Don Brown, maybe the defense really did give up. Maybe there's something going on there that they because he was great before, but yeah. they had fallen off over the past couple of years.
0: Nick, so, you're married to someone that's, uh, you know, you, you've been
1: in Kalamazoo recently, right? Uh, no, we didn't make it there on this okay. most recent trip, but she went to Western Michigan. She graduated from Western Michigan. I will say that Michigan and Michigan state usually blow out the directional schools. This year might be different. I saw an interesting tweet within the last week or so. It said, what are, what has the better odds, Michigan beating Ohio state or Western Michigan beating Michigan? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Western Michigan. I got to go Western Michigan. On yeah. It was a poll.
1: It was a poll. Which one do you choose?
0: Dude, after seeing App State do it in FCS at the time,
1: I
2: almost think there's no question about which one uh you bet on there.
1: Well, then that is a sad state of affairs for Michigan football. I don't know, man. This is tough here. You know, within the MAC, I think Western Michigan is going to be very good. They have a very explosive offense with that quarterback Caleb Elby but they definitely, you know, might get big brothered here by Michigan. I am going to lean Wolverines ah, slightly, you bastard, but I don't feel good about it. I'm on the Wolverines too. give me
0: a 42, 21 final here. Michigan gets it done. One of my only favorite plays so far. Well, I'm looking at a uh, rivalry finder on uh, sports reference.
2: And I don't know if the, I'm assuming this rivalry goes back way back uh, before this, but the last five is what they're showing here. And uh, the lowest margin of victory for Michigan during that time was 17 points. So most recently a 46 that, point. That's win. why that hook is delicious, right? That is. They're, they're baiting <laughs> you with that. Yeah. I guess you got to go. Michigan They've only here.
0: played seven times Ever. in a hundred years. Shame on you, Michigan. All right. Just dodging, dodging a threat. Um, Yeah. So we're, we're all on Michigan there. Let's go to Oklahoma Tulane. Oh, please. Willie Fritz and no. your slamming hot wife, please. <laughs> Please. 24 and a half points. The I Green really feel Wave
2: like we may be have been mistaken this whole time. I think it may be his slamming Hot Daughter. Is it really? It could be. I I be either one, whoever it is. Well, I
0: I noticed there was a giant age gap, but when I saw him like kiss, I said, "Oh, okay." Um, <laughs> I think it's his slamming Hot Daughter, dude. Oh, slamming Hot Daughter either way. Yeah, we don't all... She should be at this game and and the Green Wave are catching 24 and a half points. I know we're all bullish on Oklahoma, but Michael Pratt, freshman quarterback a season ago, I liked him. Those beautiful golden locks.
2: Yeah. He's a handsome devil.
0: Yeah. I mean, what are we thinking here with the, the, the Sooners minus 24 and a half in new Orleans? First off, kudos to Oklahoma, Alabama. When's last time Alabama played a game at a, uh, at a group of five, it was Hawaii and they took an L minus 24 and a half into lane. Are they baiting us thinking that half and Oklahoma is just going to destroy them or can the green wave and Willie Fritz defy the odds? How do you see <laughs>
2: Oklahoma <laughs> is going to destroy them? week one. I will say that I I, I want to look up a, a few more numbers here to support my argument, but uh, last time Oklahoma went on the road to play a group of five, I believe it was Houston. and They took an L they did. That's true. And you are in new Orleans. Uh, Offensively, surprising. I'll get the defensive stats pulled up in a second, but uh, Oklahoma six, Tulane twenty second in the nation on offense last year. So uh, maybe they move the ball a little better than we thought. That was
0: with the freshman quarterback. They basically they they basically just said, "Fuck it, we're starting Pratt as a freshman," and boom.
1: That's I like Pratt. I like Tulane. They're going to have a solid season. But I think Oklahoma is going to roll here. And I think half that stadium will be Sooners fans. So I don't know how rowdy of an environment is going to be. Um, I think it's, I think it's, this is blow up material. I think you're looking at like 55, 17, uh,
0: just, just bringing up the fact Tulane only lost to UCF by 17 in Orlando last year, Tulsa. They took to double overtime. Tulsa represented the AAC championship. I mean, they played Cincinnati pretty tough, at Auburn in 2019 Tulane lost 24 to six. And it was a game in the third quarter. What's the spread on this again? 24 and a half
2: Oklahoma easy. Although I will say Tulane uh, 58th in the nation defensively, Oklahoma 28th. So there really isn't a statistically like a humongous difference between these two teams,
1: but yeah, but last year was a funny year where a lot of, of schools just played conference. Yeah. Opponents level and stuff, of competition. So it's hard. You yeah, go it's back to 2000, 2000-
0: you go back to 2018. Fritz's team not nearly as good as this year's team. They went to Oak to Ohio State. They lost 49-6. That was at Ohio State. That was with a much weaker team. <laughs> hey, they only lost by six. Have you made your pick, Colby uh, D. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the Green Wave in the points. Are you? Yep. Okay.
1: Give me, give me what's Boomer your. Uh, what's your prediction score wise?
0: Uh, give me a 48 to. Nah, give me a fifty. Give me a fifty-five to thirty-one. No, thirty-five. Fifty-five, thirty-five. Final.
1: I'll say this: Oklahoma, This Oklahoma defense is supposedly legit this season, and I'm kind of buying into that. I don't know if Tulane can put up thirty-five on them.
0: Uh, it's called bringing in the backups. They might be up forty-two nothing at one point. Backdoor it. Actually, I think Fritz is going to play them tough though. Man, I I do think like. I think Fritz, and another thing is, look, can we bring up the fact that Lincoln Riley tends to lose a lot of regular season games? Couple regular season but, games, but I'm, I'm saying like she shouldn't. I'm saying in the games, even when they win, sometimes it's not as decisive as you think. Like with Oklahoma, you say, "Man, how do they only beat a two win Baylor team by fourteen last year?" You know what I mean? Or thirteen. It's tough whatever to it was. get rid of
2: pussy culture. <laughs> I hate to say it, and Oklahoma. As much as we love our guy, right? Anyone who's throwing the ball around that much, you know, is prone to letting points.
0: I should note this: Willie Fritz in year one, I believe, at Tulane lost in Norman, fifty-six to fourteen.
1: That was year one. Yeah, I think this Oklahoma squad is different. I think they'll be more balanced on offense uh, with uh, what's his name, Kennedy Brooks. I think coming back uh, after opting out, the uh, running back, and I think the defense is going to be legit and. In, in past years, the defense was, was not very good. And that's why they were kind of one dimensional. I think this is a all around one of the best teams in the country. And I think they're going to show it in new Orleans.
0: Uh, give me, give me Tulane plus 24 and a half. I don't like it. I don't advise my clients to do it, but God damn it. I'm a Willie Fritz man. All right, <laughs> let's do this. Uh, all right. 9am. N- the other game army, Georgia state, Georgia state surprising favorite here. Although they return, I think their whole team uh, minus two and a half against the black Knights of army. It's in Atlanta guys. This is one of the hardest bets I believe out there on the slate. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. (sighs) Gun to my head. Give me Georgia state
1: minus two and a half. I don't feel good about that. I don't, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm on Georgia state slightly. I have minus three, so I definitely like minus two and a half better. Uh, Georgia state. If you're looking at their, their recent history against triple option schools, they beat Georgia Southern last year, 30 to 24, and they beat army in 2019, 28, 21. I like the quarterback uh, Cornelius Brown. The fourth, I think Georgia state gets us done. Yeah. It's going to be close. I don't a like month it. Of I wouldn't prep bet for the
0: triple option with your whole defense huge.
2: returning is huge. You know, Georgia state is probably going to be the team that turns the corner this year. When you think about their losses last year, a three point overtime loss against Louisiana, a seven point loss on the road against Arkansas state, a four point ro- a loss on the road against app state, you know, and yeah. they did get throttled by like Coastal, Coastal Carolina, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. other the than that, off there you know, and, and with how much they're returning and uh, that's an interesting stat that you guys are bringing up with the triple option. Uh, I guess when you're uh, playing Georgia Southern every year and that's your rival, you got to prep yeah. up for it. So, and the recent history that they beat army, I I, I guess the, what's the spread on Let me pull this up again, half. Two and a half. And six, a half. Yeah. That said, army usually plays pretty close games. They don't off well, they lost uh, to West Virginia by three. They, they got rolled by Tulane it's going to be a good game. I feel like Vegas got this, but I guess Georgia State. I'm rolling, riding with that because we have the feeling yes. that Georgia State's that magic team this year.
0: I I agree. Okay, now we got. Uh, let's let's speed up a little bit here. ULM in Lexington catching thirty. Terry Belden and, R- and Rich Rod's first game. Give me Kentucky minus thirty, as the SEC once again outdoes itself with a, a game probably <laughs> against a a team that if you put them in the SoCon. Would probably finish in the cellar of the SoCon in the FCS.
2: More than likely, yes.
0: Uh, But you you do have some big name coaches here. You got a Stoops, you got a Bowden,
2: you got a Rodriguez. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Is it? Yeah, not not the game itself. The pregame is going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. Kentucky minus 30. I don't know what to expect, but Rhett Rodriguez steps in. He, he's been named the starter from what I understand within the past couple. I of hope weeks. so. Yeah, you <laughs> should. If he's going to transfer in his dad's like, no, you're on the bench. <laughs> oh gosh. You know what? ULM's going to surprise some people. This offense is going to score. No, no, they're not. <laughs> Kentucky is going to cover 30 points.
1: Nick. Yeah. I think with uh, the quarterback transferring in to Kentucky, who might actually be able to, to uh, complete a forward pass will Levis. I, yeah. There you go. I think Kentucky's too much. Uh, I think ULM is also kind of on auto fade until they can prove me otherwise.
0: Uh, all I, right,
1: I
2: will say this too. I'm doing a deep dive right now on the recruiting rankings. It's stunning how well Kentucky has recruited the state of Ohio. They've gotten a lot of talent out of that state. They're a more talented team than you would think. So I think uh, advantage Kentucky big time.
0: Uh, agreed. And then Rice, the Owls, who, who. <laughs> who traveled down to Fayetteville, Arkansas. Nick rice is catching 20. Call me crazy. Give me the owls and Luke McCaffrey. I I just think 20 points. I don't know what Arkansas is yet. Yeah. Arkansas could still win. I know they're baiting me with the 20. I feel like it could be, but Arkansas is a team. I know Pittman's only been there through an sec only schedule, but if you go back to the times they've played group of five teams over the past few years, (laughs) they do have a loss against North Texas. They do have a loss against Colorado state. They do have a loss against San Jose state. You go far enough back. You find Matt Campbell
1: in Toledo came into Fayetteville and gave it to him. Um, give me, give me rice plus 20 it's interesting. I was kind of waffling on this. I think um, Rice's head coach, Mike Bloomgren is doing a, a good job there. And I guess Luke McCaffrey is going to be the quarterback uh, for better or, or worse. I think, I guess at that level, McCaffrey might be able to, to you well, know, do well, some positive the, the, things. They there.
0: also brought in uh, Weber States quarterback who, who actually has a pretty good track record over the, I think he's on 62 touchdowns over his past two years. So they yeah. have, they have some, some depth now at quarterback with the owls
1: but yeah, I could see your angle where it's kind of a sluggish start. It's an ugly game. The game's never in question, but rice just hangs around enough to cover, but I'm going to go Arkansas. I think, uh, I think they're in store for a better year this season. And I think they'll do just enough to squeeze it out. It'll be close. So I don't love this.
2: Yeah. I don't love this either. Patty. you know, there was a time this was a rivalry. Uh, these teams have played 67 times, including consecutive years, nonstop from 1925 to 1991, Arkansas only leads this series all time. 35 to 29. Ooh. I know that's irrelevant now, but I like, like you guys said, uh, Bloomgren's done an, a great job. We just previewed today. So maybe there's a little recency bias there, but Hey, the, the upset against Marshall said, told me everything I needed to see last year. 20 points is too many go yeah. rice. Yeah. I'm on the owls too. Okay. Mario
0: Cristobal time. Fresno state catching 22. And we, I know I will say this Eugene, after a year of no fans, this place will be rocking. This place might burn down, catching 22 points though. Fresno state, a team that's got a rich, rich history as a mid-major to upset, you know, whether the likes of Fresno state, I mean, you can go on and on and on Fresno state's got a track record of, uh, of, of beating some, some big power fives. Catching 22 points in Eugene, though, guys. Nick, what are you thinking?
1: Well, don't forget the big thing here is that Fresno has a week zero game against UConn. I think that helps. And Fresno can score points. I mentioned their potent passing attack. This seems like they might be able to score just enough to cover. I'm on the dog here. Patty? Oh,
2: I have to disagree. I think Oregon is out. I think the Pac 12 is also trying to make a statement. And I think there were just some question marks with Fresno state last year. Give me the ducks to cover 22.
0: I'm on the bulldogs plus 22. That 22 is huge because I 42, 21 final that
2: one points huge. That's true. I can see that. I can see that biggest win last year, only by 21 points. So 22 is a little bit of a stretch against a decent team,
0: but give me Fresno. Uh, Okay. Bama Minus eighteen against Miami, the U, the team that Patty says is a national champion e- contender every fucking year. I've known <laughs> the guy. The, the U is catching eighteen points in Atlanta in one of these dumb ass games that that aren't played on campus. Uh, Patty, see, I'm not even gonna pull up any stats here. Bama roll tied. Yeah, tied tied big. I think this is big. I don't, if even if Derek King plays. I'm gonna call for this. Fifty-five, twenty-one.
1: Yeah, this is lock material. I mean, last year against UNC, the Tar Heels won sixty-two to twenty-six in Miami. And, <laughs> and let me pull up the rushing stats <laughs> for UNC because and, and Miami
0: lost their whole D line.
1: UNC ran yeah. for five hundred and fifty-four yards. If you think UNC did that, wait till you see Bama's O-line <laughs> right? and Bama's running backs, regardless of who went to the pros. Yeah.
2: That was before Miami lost three defense linemen to the
1: pros.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good luck Bama all day
1: long. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The only case you could make for Miami is Bama calling off the dogs up 35, nothing in halftime. And then some, Derek some patchwork, some, some
2: patchwork by Miami. Yeah. I don't know. This is easy. This is
0: my play of the week. Maybe. Yeah.
2: Only uh, 18. Come on.
0: All right. How about another big 10 showdown? Love how they're doing these week one matchups, Indiana traveling to Iowa city, Iowa minus five. Here's the thing. I, I thought they might favor Indiana in this one. Iowa doesn't normally win by a lot of points. So I think this, this line's tricky. It's a very tricky line. I almost feel like, as much as I was like, I thought everyone was going to be favoring Indiana, even in Iowa City. I think I might take Indiana, just give me a 21 17 final score. Iowa wins, but Indiana covers with five.
2: Nick, what do you think on that?
1: Uh, you know, yeah, I don't like four. So I'm seeing four and a half, five, whatever. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like this game. I think Iowa's a better school. I think they're they're better this year but Indiana's good and they have their quarterback back um I think Iowa wins but it could just be by a field goal I would steer clear of this game but I guess if I had to lean aside I'm gonna go Iowa to cover I think they win maybe like I don't know 30 31 24 or something but uh yeah I wouldn't uh, advise on betting either side of Of this matchup,
2: Indiana was a a mirage last year. Iowa's up for a special year this year. Iowa to cover.
0: Okay, there we go.
2: Wow, saying it confidently too.
0: I like it. Yeah, buddy. All right, here's a Dundee special. West Virginia travels to College Park, Maryland. Neil Brown laying three and a half. (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking ridiculous. I I put my money there now. There's. I'm putting heavy money on West Virginia minus three and a half in College Park. Get out of here with this. Get out of here with this. <laughs> West mean, Virginia is winning this game by more than three and a half. I
2: feel like you're ignoring the fact that Maryland beat Minnesota with they 35 be- players out. Beat Penn State. They only lost to Rutgers in overtime. How much did last they lose year? by Northwestern? They lost by 40. Okay. But. <laughs> Northwestern that was on the road and that was before Tulia uh Tungavailoa got rolling. And then their only other loss was on the road as well against Indiana, who had a good year Do last you want to bet me? <sighs> it's uh three and a half in College Park.
0: Uh, do they ha- uh, is that a tough place to play? Are you trying to sell <laughs> me on no, that? No, no. Uh, maybe if you're Texas. Bird Stadium's but... <laughs> got a very nice
2: <laughs> nice set of grass there, I will say. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm not completely bought in on Neil Brown yet, but I do have to favor West Virginia.
1: I don't think West Virginia blows out anybody. Maryland, I have no idea what to make of Maryland. So I'm picking West Virginia, but I'm not as high on the mountaineers as Colby. I think they only returned like it was like six defensive starters, and that offense is not like a high octane high powered offense. I don't think they they don't they don't blow out Maryland. I think they win and I think they cover. But it's not going to be, you know, lock it up, going to be over by halftime.
2: Well, they do have a completely locked down defense or pass defense. I want to say they are only giving up like 159 passing yards per game. Like the next best team in the Big 12 was giving up like 210. So,
1: it, yeah, but their best, what? Their best safety went to Georgia. I think they, they lost some guys to, to the NFL, too.
0: Uh, I mean, look, if you guys just want to play this game of them uh, quoting that, that Minnesota win with Minnesota, having 35 players out and no kicker, that's fine. Um, Cause even with that, they, 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 the game was in overtime and if Minnesota had had a normal kicker, they would have made the extra point. Um, <laughs> you, you could just go back to, I mean, this team lost to Rutgers last year. It was year one for Shiano go back to 19. Do I need to remind you of, of what was happening with well, uh, the
2: Loxley transformation is happening before your very eyes and you're so reluctant but, to but Nebraska acknowledge it.
0: You guys hate on my Nebraska play. Scott Frost went into college park and won 54 to seven, 54 to seven in 2019 guys. ancient That history. was with a, a live crowd. All ancient right? That was no mask, no mandates. 54 to seven, dude. This is a fucking lock. Hey,
2: what happened when Ohio State went to Maryland a couple of years ago?
0: That was not with Mike Loxley. <laughs> that was with Matt Canada. <laughs> Too, a much different situation. Touche. touche.
1: Yeah. touche. Uh, Look, I'm on. I'm on West Virginia. I agree. I'm just not saying. I'm just not as as high in general on the school as you are.
0: Okay. Well, let's rattle through some of these here. we were taking up time. People are wondering what the hell we're talking about. Marshall at Navy. Marshall minus three. This is a money line play for Pick Dundee. Give me the midshipman plus one twenty. I know it's not great great value there or just take the three points i guess you'd probably just take the three points uh give me the midshipman plus 3
1: no i agree i think uh, against the uh, triple option coaching matters and we have no clue how this new coach marshall is going to go uh we have no you know marshall i don't know yeah i'm on navy yeah last time navy had a full
2: season a full off season prepare 11 and 2 Marshall again throwing away a great coach. Yeah. Why? Yeah, Navy easy.
0: All right, I'm gonna give you another lock, guys. Miami, Ohio, Chuck Martin's doing a solid bunch, but let's not kid ourselves. They traveled to Cincinnati, Ohio to take on the Bearcats. Bearcats, minus twenty three. I think the Bearcats might goose egg them. (sighs) I think there's a chance the Bearcats win about forty eight to ten.
1: Let me tell you Damn it, we're on the same page. Sorry, Patty. Bearcats is your team. You go ahead first.
2: Well, I'm going to disagree with both you guys completely. I think when there's a target on your back and I guess there has been to an extent with uh, Cincinnati, but it's, uh, this is a rival, a great rivalry only separated by one game through about a hundred contests, Uh, Cincinnati winning 14 in a row. But
1: uh, I expect a close game. It's a rivalry close game. I don't know how you see that, Pat. I look. I think Chuck Martin's doing a solid job there. Uh, Brett Gabbert, Blaine's bro, is a solid QB. Uh, but if you look at the really physical team, or, or the most physical team Miami played last year was Buffalo, and Buffalo won forty-two to ten. And, and if like, you go
0: last, go last, I'm sorry, the last time they played was thirty-five thirteen. In, 19, in 20, now.
1: In 20 in, in, And and Cincinnati's a lot better, especially oh, offensively way better. now. Yeah. I,
2: I disagree. I think they're a very similar team. They lost their offense in line. Look, no, that, Desmond
1: Ritter's way better than he was
0: in nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. he was a liability.
1: Okay, that's true. But either that, way, that same year in 2019, Miami lost to Ohio State 76 to 5. Look the previous, like 22,
2: 21 with the last uh, margins of uh, a loss, but
0: those to a teams are, Cincinnati. are not the same prior
2: to that four, seven, four, seven. This is a rival, 21 to game.
0: nothing in 18 and throw out. Patty, did you hear me? They What's lost that? to Ohio state
2: 76 to five. Who doesn't <laughs> uh, the, getting five points in a football game is an accomplishment. <laughs> Give a little credit there.
1: Uh, I, you know, I hate to agree with Colby again, but I saw this. So I was like, I think since he wins. I think they roll I think they roll big time. Yeah, no, this is I a lot
2: I think you guys are nuts. I think uh since he's a little overrated coming in this season, you heard it here from a big he fan.
0: Yeah, but that's why you're smelling your own bullshit. Uh look, uh speaking of locks, do we lock up Pitt minus 38? Mark Whipple, the OC of Pitt, fired by UMass, when really he probably shouldn't have been fired. Is it a revenge spot? 38 points. I'm gonna take Pitt, but it's not a lock. Cause Pitt's the type of team that will just like fuck around. And be up like ten nothing at halftime, <laughs> and win thirty five nothing, and be happy with that. <laughs> UMass is horrible. Pitt, I look. I'm going to take Pitt minus thirty eight, but I don't like it. I don't like it, Nick.
1: Yeah, I mean we mentioned auto fades, and UMass is definitely one of them. In the four games they played last year, they lost by more than that in three of them. Forty one nothing against Georgia Southern. Fifty one ten at Marshall. Twenty-four to two at Florida Atlantic. They kept it close. Forty-five, nothing at Liberty. I'm taking Pitt, but you're right. I'm not gonna put any money on Pitt, especially with that offense. I mean, I think Pitt. I actually, actually, I think Pitt is in store for a good season. I think this is probably their best offense in a long time, but I don't think this coach like runs it up. So I'm gonna take Pitt, but I'm not gonna put any money on it. All right, Patty C. Well, uh, assuming Austin P is in the
2: same category as UMass, 55 nothing. last year. A lot <laughs> of close games for pit after Austin that. Austin P is th- better than UMass. Yeah, maybe. Uh so I think, yeah, gotta go pit here.
0: Uh La tech at Mississippi State, Mike Leach. La tech catching 26 and a half points, guys. I love Mike Leach, friend of the program. Let's skip Holtz Catching 26 and a half in Starkville. Give me La Tech. This is a lock. Yeah. That's a lock. It's a
2: lot of points.
0: Uh,
2: early in the season to have it rolling
0: in that, uh,
1: in that air raid, Nick agreed last year. La tech was one of those schools, one, like the most 10 affected by COVID. They didn't play any games in November. Yeah. They had four straight games canceled. So, uh, yeah, I, they have a senior quarterback. That's going to help in a, a week, one game on the road. They got that app state transfer at running back. Marcus Williams, who's a baller. And my guy smoke Harris at wide receiver. They got some playmakers they're going to score enough to at least keep it kind of entertaining and cover that spread.
0: Uh look, I mean the locks, I got a lot of locks here. Call me call me Mike Locksley. Um because Missouri minus 13 against Central Michigan, guys.
1: Yeah, that seems like a ho-
0: what, what am I missing here? Take Missouri Seriously. minus the 13. Seriously.
1: I mean now. Yeah, it's now. Right now. <laughs> it almost smells, it seems so obvious.
0: Yeah. What do they know? I mean, Missouri's AD just stepped down. Maybe there's a big scandal. We don't know about that, but yeah. that's
1: about to break. Um, like I know Central Michigan has a transfer coming in from Washington at QB, but I mean, it's not it's not, it's uh, not Mark Brunel. Name? Locker or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jake Jake Locker. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette travels to Austin, Texas. You hear that that's me betting on the table because I'm rooting for the Louisiana Lafayette raging Cajuns catching 10 in Austin Patty C the wrong team's favorite here patty C uh bold take there
2: <laughs> I like your confidence <laughs> like the confidence but uh I guess you know it's tough to bet against Texas at this point really
0: because yeah. they, they're the what their rich history of losing to Maryland and season openers uh, that's true it's just a, not that big of a spread only 10 well Lafayette did beat Iowa state last yes, year by who 17 did, who did beat yeah. uh, <laughs> Texas,
2: Texas in Austin. Common uh, opponent, you know, who are you going with? I guess you, you just convinced me, buddy. Let's go Cajuns,
1: Nick. It's going to be a lot of fun to root against Texas this year. And that's going to start week one. I'm definitely on the raging Cajuns and, and not, not just because I want to see Texas lose. I think this is a legitimate shot. And if you're getting more than a touchdown, this is going to be a close game here. New coach, new QB for Texas go raging Cajuns.
0: Agreed. All right. S-s-s- in the same vein, San Jose Exa- state,
1: same exact thing
0: Coming to, coming to the Coliseum, the take on USC getting 16 and a half points shop around. I see a 17 out there. Uh, San Jose state getting 16 and a half using the book I'm using. I'm on the Sparty. I mean, USC was a team that never looked great to me last year. Give me Sparty all day. They returned everybody for the most part. I mean, I mean miss a couple of receivers, Give me, give me the Spartans. Sixteen and a half is too much.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've seen ob- USC come out opening day and and blow the brakes off the thing. But uh, San Jose State was too good last year. Sixteen and a half is too many points. Give me Sparty.
1: Yeah, my my only concern was that I thought I thought these um these these dogs were like too obvious. But maybe that's because we pay attention closer to college football than the general public and maybe, you know, the general public sees Texas, Louisiana, I mean, come on. I mean, no way yeah. Texas, you know, doesn't win by more than you know double digits. So yeah, I'm on San Jose state. I think uh, they are a potential money line play. I mean, like USC is probably better. Yes, but they're not better by 16 points.
2: I, I will say the fact that draft Kings is still calling them Louisiana Lafayette maybe makes you think that there's something to what you're saying that they're baiting <laughs> you. They say, you see this little tag here, Lafayette. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. This is one of the hardest games of the, of week one picking it. So I'm going to end up taking the points here. The Beavers of Oregon state travel all the way half across the, or half across the country to take to West Lafayette to take on the Boilermakers, Purdue laying seven. Give me the Beavers plus seven.
1: Yeah. Nick yeah, I agree. I'm just surprised you're not riding with your Boilermakers. You know, uh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, my you...
0: flag is in
1: Corvallis, too, buddy. I think you have a flag in West Lafayette as well. <laughs> well, that flag got taken down. All
0: right. <laughs> all right. Let me tell you that the... it's easy to see a tide turn. Yes, that's yes. right. Exactly. Uh, look, that tie got taken down tide turn. <laughs> because Purdue schedules way too aggressively. And let's be honest. West Lafayette is that a toxic place I don't think
2: so the wave is right. crashing on uh Purdue is it, even uh, Brahm's staunchest supporters like Colby D he can't schedule are backing away
0: now uh all right Akron catching 37 it, at Auburn in one of the games of the week patty C <laughs>
2: give me Auburn by like 75 in this game
1: <laughs> Nick Hey, uh, we mentioned auto fade and Akron is still on. Auto. They're they're making. Uh, I small, think they're turning a, a
0: corner more, way more than Bowling Green, but I still think.
1: Yeah, you got to take. Yeah, why take do you over. think that? Yeah.
0: Is it their one in nineteen record? No, in their they, they look better. <laughs> they look better when you watch them. They look better. I know you don't watch them action because you're you think you're too you're too good for Tuesday Night I am action. too good
2: for one in nineteen right?
0: fucking Akron. What do you mean Akron? Uh, Akron Jamie's is a game right now. Their only right? win being over.
2: Uh, Scott Leppler and fucking Brian Bowl. That was Brian a, bl- that was a blowout win. That was a blowout win. I could win. put my niece and my fucking baby steps, nephew.
0: Baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> uh Texas Tech travels to Houston. Texas Tech lay at uh, laying two and a half points. Houston a home dog. Sign me up for Holgerson. Sign me up for Holgerson
1: plus two and a half. Nick? I disagree. I, I'm on Texas Tech. I, I'm not a fan of Holgerson. I'm not a fan of Houston. Uh, they have a pretty easy schedule this season, so they might make a little noise. Within their conference, but uh, I'm gonna go Texas Tech. As long as Tyler Show, the Oregon transfer, can come in and you know play quarterback the way he was playing it up there, I think um, you know with like the receiver Eric Uzi Kanma and the running back Saw Roderick Thompson, I think they have more (laughs) talent. I think they're gonna beat Houston. Clayton Tune, buddy,
0: Clayton Tune. He'll play you a tune after he whoops whoops the Red Raiders' ass. Yeah. Let me tell you
2: what. There's a reason that Tyler Show left Oregon. After having the starting job at a fucking Nike sweet spot, Uh, also what happened the last time Houston hosted a Big Twelve team in opening uh, day? Oh, that was Oklahoma taking
0: the L. Was that under uh, Holgerson? No, but good point. Let's be honest, Uh, the Texas wasn't the only school nixing Houston from joining the Big Twelve. It was also a couple other schools there: TCU, Texas Tech, and Baylor. Maybe they need them chip on the shoulder to Houston here. because
2: uh, They know Houston. We were looking at the stats, the second most talented city in terms of NFL players produced behind Miami. Come on. It's uh, Miami. Oh, they only won five national championships in a 20 year span from 83 to 2002. Uh, how about we give that opportunity to Houston and elevate them to the power five status? That's why they don't want it. Cause they know Houston has that potential.
0: I agree. I agree. Syracuse. This was a originally a, an NC Nick special, an upset, but it turns out it's not going to be much of an upset. But Syracuse is still favored in Athens, Ohio. Frank Solich retired. Syracuse minus one. This is embarrassing. The for ACC Syracuse. is just dominating. <laughs> Syracuse minus one in Athens, Ohio. I'm on Syracuse. <laughs> Solich just retired. Syracuse clearly the more talented team. Baber seat is cooking. I'm on Syracuse. This is a lock. Give me Syracuse. I, w- I would love
1: to see my Ohio Bobcats win one for the old coach who has health issues, but uh, I'm on Syracuse too. I disagree. I'm on Ohio. <laughs> ah, there we go. I
0: love it. ACC Pat, <laughs> the truther. All right, Baylor travels to San Marcos, Texas to take. The, this is another one. They're hitting the road to take on Texas State and Jack Spavital's or Jake Spavital's. Uh fighting Bobcats. It's getting th- Texas State's getting 13 and a half, guys. You know what? I'm buying into the Bobcats covering this. They almost beat Boston College outright <laughs> last year. They were up the whole game. Two and ten. The
2: bet the best two and ten team of
0: all Look, time. Baylor's gonna win the game, but give me thirteen and a half in Texas State. I like I like Texas State's wideouts.
2: Aranda will have it going in year two. Every coach at Baylor has done it recently. They There's a lot of win. talent there.
0: They think still win 31 21.
2: Texas State covers. No, they do not. Baylor rolls easy, <laughs>
1: Nick. I'm with you, Patty. Uh, you know, Baylor had the second best defense as far as fewest yards allowed in the big twelve last year, and they returned ten starters. I think they uh, locked down that Bobcat offense. I think Baylor gets this. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think they went you know by like seventeen or twenty.
2: Well let, let me list off. I was doing the deep dive on Baylor recruiting. Uh, over the past 10 years. uh, See if some of these names sound familiar and and see what the company they're like
0: Singletary,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Texas, Texas, A&M, Oklahoma, Alabama. That's for LSU five. Oh, Baylor six. Then you have Ohio state TCU, Stanford, Texas tech, Ole miss. Okay. So Plenty of talent that Baylor's getting out of that state.
0: Can only start eleven.
2: It's, it's, uh, it's not 1995 anymore, can guys. Can only
1: start eleven, buddy. Uh, I think uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines like bring up their their whole you know uh, squad up to Texas State here and fill that and fill up that stadium.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to get to. I re- <laughs> well, we had no idea what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know what I'm
2: talking about. Who the about. fuck are yeah. Chip and Joanna Gaines? <laughs> is that? <laughs>
1: is that. The <laughs> They're the uh oh, the team. fixer ever guys.
2: <laughs> Dude, Joanna Gaines is kind of kind of a smoke show. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Hot. What is Why she? Why don't you Asian? go build
1: her a house? All right. I
2: would. I, <laughs> I build her more than that. All
0: right. He's gonna build you a house. <laughs> Look, Georgia Clemson. Build her, uh, Clemson minus four guys. Jerry Richardson Stadium. Uh, I think Clemson's gonna win, but Georgia covers. Mm. Give me a 31-28 final score. Georgia gets the cover. I agree. I agree,
1: Nick. For me, it's almost as simple as it was for UCF, Boise, and Penn State, Wisconsin. I think it's a 50, 50 game. I'm getting more than a field goal. I have to say it again. I sound like a broken record over here, but uh, yeah, I'm on Georgia in the points. Okay,
0: Uh, let's. Now we got a. We got to rattle some off here. UTSA, Illinois, UTSA catching seven. I'm on the Roadrunners.
2: I think I am too. They played pretty well last year.
1: Nick? I like UTSA. Uh, once again, I'm worried about Illinois having the week zero game, a little bit of time to prepare for this. It'll be interesting to see what happens to that game first, but I'll ride with the dog with you guys. Okay, FAU in the
0: swamp catching 24 and a half. I'm buying into Willie Taggart and the Owls here. Give me 24 and a half and FAU. <laughs> Patty C.
2: Uh no. No, no, no. Give me the gators. I mean, I'm sure FAU is gonna give them the Perry,
0: shot. He's played them in the swamp before, right? Or no, that was in Orlando. But it's close enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I'm not sold on this at all. I could go either way, I can be convinced
2: either
1: way. <laughs> Nick, my game's tricky because I am high on Florida Atlantic within the at least the conference USA. But usually when they step up against Florida, they get smacked down. But you know what? I'll go with you. I think they have enough to at least keep it within uh 24 and a half or so. The Florida's defense, anyone could have scored on them last year. Uh Northern Illinois
0: catching 17 and a half in Atlanta against Jeff Collins's bunch. Give me a, uh, give me a, give me Northern Illinois in the 17 and a half. They play close games where they lose normally.
2: I have no feel for this game at all.
0: You got to pick a side.
2: Oh gosh. I mean, the fact that Georgia tech had a couple nice wins last year against the likes of Louisville, et cetera. And Duke, I think. Yeah. yeah, Give me Georgia tech. I think he's turning that ship around
1: Mick. Yeah. Once again, I feel like I'm on two, a little too many road dogs, but Georgia tech's going to be improved this year, but I don't think they blow anybody out really. So I I guess again, I'm on the road dog here, at least for now. We'll see.
0: All right. Sean Lewis and the golden flashes of Kent state come to college station, Texas catching 30 points in college station. I think this offense is good enough for a backdoor cover. Give me Kent state to cover this one. Barely,
1: barely. Here's where, here's where, here's where I jump off of the road dogs. I think AM shoves it down their freaking throat here <laughs> with their running game. And I think they blow them out.
0: Hey, you heard it here. First 48, 21. Kent uh, Kent state scores a touchdown with 13 seconds left to get that backdoor cover. <laughs> very specific. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, let me tell you what, anytime you're talking about the number one offense in the country, you got to give a little respect where it's due. I think 30 points, obviously we're expecting, but new quarterback game one for uh
0: they're going to run right down Kent a- state's throat. And yeah. I mean, they might not throw a pass all game last year, their last three games, they
2: scored 62, 69 and 41 points. Kent State's not gonna uh, is gonna get enough points to cover thirty points.
0: <laughs> Southern Miss at South Alabama. Southern Miss minus one and a half. Two new head coaches. I'm gonna go with Southern Miss minus one and a half. And Will Hall coming over from Willie Fritz, uh, the OC of uh, Tulane. Uh, this is a head scratcher of a game. Give me Southern Miss minus one and a half, guys.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Frank Gore Jr. has a big, uh, big day on the ground, the running back for Southern Miss. I think, yeah. I got him. They win. Too much turnover. Uh, not enough time to settle. South Alabama covers. All
0: right, we only got like seven games left. Be, uh, LSU travels to UCLA in the game that we will be at. LSU minus four. Are we, I know Nick put a flag on UCLA. You still taking the Bruins plus four?
1: You damn straight I am. Finally a home dog. Nah, I'm on the uh, Bruins, and why not sprinkle a little bit of that money line? I am with you with UCLA as well. Patty C though, he's going
0: go to go to old faithful. That
2: spread is too small, man. Four points LSU and UCLA. Are we talking about the team that won the national championship? The last time we had a full season. Well, we're that. talking about
1: the university, not the team, I guess. Cause it's an entirely different roster.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? It's called reloading and that's something LSU has been doing for a long time. So <laughs> uh, Kimmy LSU four points is wild.
0: Uh, I'm on UCLA. Uh, BYU, Arizona in the death star. Another one of these dumbass neutral site games in a dome. Uh, BYU laying 11. This is the team that lost the most production out of anyone in the country last year, Arizona plus 11. You know, I'm high on Jed fish. I think sprinkle a little bit on the money line plus 300 in the death star Arizona on the money line. I also like plus 11 obviously, but give me Arizona on the money line plus 300.
2: Uh, we're gonna see how reliant they were on Zach Wilson last year, plus a little watered down schedule. That said, Arizona sucked ass last year. Uh BYU Whoa whoa,
0: whoa whoa whoa. Arizona might have got blown out by Arizona State, but UCLA or I'm sorry, USC needed a deflected pass. That's
2: true to May- beat Arizona. Maybe it wasn't all bad for Arizona either way. New coach and Kalani Sataki had it rolling last year. Too early to give it anything but to BYU.
1: I should never pick Arizona again after that <laughs> debacle <laughs> against the Sun Devils last year. But you know what? I don't, why should BYU lay that many points They're They're almost as unproven as Arizona right now, other than the, the coaching stability. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'll, I'll take the home dog. I'll, I'll take those points. It's a decent. it's not in the
0: home dog. It's in the death star, but, but I guess the neutral dog it's slightly, no, right, slightly yeah. closer Good point. to Arizona, um, Nevada at Cal Cal laying three and a half. This is a tricky game, but guys give me Cal Cal wins 21 17. <laughs> All right. I covered by a half a point. Uh, I got Cal the too much experience. Although I did see one of their offensive alignment had to retire because uh, of some medical issue um, and he was a returning starter. So that that's a, that, that's a little hit, but uh, give me Cal to barely, barely escape the Wolf pack.
2: Didn't you say 21 17 was like the ideal score for you or 17 13? (laughs) Yeah,
0: 17
2: 13. uh, Nevada, Cal, Silver State, Golden State. I love it. But I think I got to go with you, Cal here.
1: Nick? I'm going to disagree. I'm on Nevada. I planted a flag there. I don't love this matchup because I think really physical teams can have their way a little bit with the air raid. But I think Nevada can do enough and Cal's not going to blow anybody out. So if I'm getting more than a field goal, let me go with Nevada. All right, Fair. this is a lock. Even if it is kind
0: of a neutral site game because San Diego State Stadium is being built, New Mexico State, <laughs> although they get the play Week One, they go to Carson, <laughs> California, Dignity Health Center, uh, to 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 play some racquetball. They they take on the Aztecs. San Diego State doesn't normally have a great offense, but laying thirty. I'm gonna lay the 30 points and take the Aztecs minus 30 against New Mexico State. Patty
1: C, tell me why I'm crazy. Um, I don't think you're crazy. <laughs> I agree with you completely. Uh, Nick, yeah, a, a reoccurring theme of this podcast is the auto fade, and New Mexico State is squarely on auto fade. Even if dignity, the Dignity Health <laughs> Sports Park is one of the least, you know. <laughs> Intimidating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I know. I, I, I get it. That's not San Diego state's home, but it's like, come on really dignity health sports park. that <laughs> sounds so California, uh, uh, Utah state traveling to Pullman, Utah state
0: catching 17 in Pullman. Patty C Blake Anderson's a proven winner from coming over from Arkansas state. He is brings in his quarterback from Arkansas state, 17 points in Pullman. It's too much
2: too early for Pullman to be a, a, a harsh environment. And not that Utah state would be affected by that anyway. Yeah. Give me, give me Utah state to cover this,
1: Nick. Yeah, I agree. I think it's too much. I think Washington state's one of those teams where they can surprise the better schools, but they also kind of play down to the competition a little bit. And let's be, let's let's be honest with you. I mean, their recruits probably aren't that much better than the guys that Utah state's bringing in. So I think Utah state can keep it close and cover that. I agree. All right, final two games
0: here. Sunday, Notre Dame at Florida State. Patty C said Florida State will win on the money line plus 280 earlier in the year, but I think he's retracted (laughs) that statement now. Notre Dame (laughs) minus nine and a half. But I
2: will damn well lock this one up that Florida State covers this. Really? Mark it down. Nine and a half. We're talking about a team that, okay, Notre Dame is bound to take a step back here, and they do lay some eggs every now and then. We're talking a team that, when they played their best last year, was able to beat North Carolina. They're still talented as hell. This is easy. Florida State's going to come back.
0: I'm on Notre Dame minus nine and a half. This is a Dundee special. <laughs> Dundee special. This O line is going to destroy that D line. I'm going to enjoy this one, uh, man. This give, is gonna be a fun one to watch. Give me Notre Dame uh, thirty-five, Florida State seventeen.
1: I'm nowhere near as confident as Colby, but I will take the Fighting Irish. Uh, you know, so many transfers coming in for Florida State. It's, you know, offensively, defensively, you name it, and also the new quarterback for Notre Dame. I'm going to take the Irish. I think they win. I don't know, like 24, 14 or something. Um, I don't love it though.
0: Notre Dame 30 to
1: 24. That's how it's going to go.
0: I can see a backdoor cover potentially for you. I'm not going to completely disagree with that final game at labor day. One of these dumbass neutral site dome games uh, in Atlanta. I I'm shocked by this number. Yeah. I was shocked by this number. I thought maybe a field goal, maybe two, two and a half Ole miss minus eight in Atlanta. Against Louisville, give me a Louisville plus eight, maybe even sprinkle some of that plus two thirty five money line.
2: Yeah, I feel like Scott Satterfield is going to improve year two. Where I don't know that Lane Kiffin. I is think Phil
0: Steele was saying uh, Louisville charted number one on the most unluckiest team last year, meaning like the way the ball bounced. Yeah, they're actually probably well, a lot better than what they're the, than what they did. Well, first off, it's year three. Oh, year three for, for Satterfield. For, uh, two point. Uh,
2: what would you say? Two point five for Scatterfield here.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Struggling I'll actually go old. One point five. 1. 1. Is, I'll actually go
1: yeah. I'll actually go Ole Miss. I mean, you're giving everybody all these first year uh head coaches a pass. How about Lane Kiffin? How about giving him a pass for the defensive struggles it's on true, that team? But but and but, that those those defensive struggles were against an all SEC schedule. I'm gonna go Ole miss. I think Ole Miss wins by ten. Uh Louisville dog is barking here. Um
0: I just think Scott Satterfield, remember year one, he was projected to win like two or three games. They won eight and they beat Mississippi state. He's, he's accustomed to beating Mississippi sec schools. So do it again here. (laughs)
2: Malik Cunningham is too electric. And Malik
0: Cunningham was a starting quarterback in that Mississippi state game. So he's been there. There it is. There it is. Give me the Cardinals. Uh, All right. That concludes it. We went through them all that we have right now. All right. So please subscribe to the college experience. As we break down all 130 college football teams, go check all those podcasts. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Me and NC Nick going to be previewing the Atlantic 10. Go check out that episode. But we have all the other power five conferences out there for a little off season sample. uh, As that season starts to ramp up, we got some scheduling games going on there too. subscribe to the college basketball experience. But yes, me, Patty C NC Nick, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. We've been doing it for over four years. Never had a losing season for each individual season for, for, for each of us, for each of us. All right. So as a collective, obviously way over 500, but all of our locks are way over 500 as well. We give you all that on the SGPN app, download that app. And, uh, it, you know, if you can give us a nice five-star review, say some nice things about us. And if you do take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Send me that or show me that screenshot. And I will send you a college experience t-shirt at the Colby D Patty sees on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and the college or in the in sports gambling podcast networks on Twitter at DSGP network. Give us all a follow. All right, folks, this is the college football experience week zero, week one, way too early. Look ahead. Shit like that. I don't know. Right? Listen to my locks. This is the college football experience. And we had it.